Bananawazer is filmed in front of a live studio audience. The lounge is open. Hey, man, turn them lights off, will ya? Oh, fuck. Dave, I didn't know you were here. Yeah, dude, kill them fucking lights. Listen, I got a great setup over here. What the fuck? <laughs> yes, sir. It's Black Light Central here. I got the felt posters, fucking Pink Floyd, Grateful Dead, Magic Carpet Rides. Dave, you okay, man? Fuck yeah, I am. Dude, what? what's what's up with you and that fucking song? Seriously, come fucking out, man! You don't know the name of that. that that's Frankenstein. That's the jam. It's it, the song's called Frankenstein. It's from the 1970s. If it's imperfect for what we're doing with today's show, fuck. You know, hey, hey, you want some pizza? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm kind of hungry. Uh, but what do you got on it? <laughs> Mushrooms, man. Oh, dude, you fucking didn't. You didn't take the fucking mushrooms today. We have a show to do. What the fuck? Hey, man. <laughs> it's the only way I'm going to get through this episode. I mean, come on. Frankenstein versus Dracula? Jeez. Dude, don't tell me that shit. If you played the game the way you were supposed to and didn't give Alex a chance to win, we would be talking more Argento. But no! You know, I'm not too sure we made the right choice with Alex anymore. I mean, we have a lot of fun and all, but he isn't the same when he isn't calling the shots, you know? Ah, uh, come on, man. He's cool. I mean, shit, even fucking Michael Jordan sucked when he went to the Wizards. I just can't believe this is the same guy that's behind all those Friday 13th retros, the Halloween movie award show, and all the other classic Skeleton Crew episodes. Yeah, and speaking of the Skeleton Crew, what the fuck, didn't he just do a whole month of Dracula and Frankenstein shit last Halloween? How much can we take of fucking Bella Cheney and those ancient fucks? Dude, listen, just have a have a shroom slice here. It'll take the edge off. We'll get through this. Sorry, dude, but someone has to drive this ship here. You know, I'm, don't play so nice this time with trivia either. You guys have to get competitive with this shit. I don't care how good of friends you think you are. Yo, 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 what's up, guys? How's it going? Hey, hey, Alex, what up, homie? Hey, man. I was just telling Dave I want you guys to be more competitive with this week's trivia game. As a matter of fact, there won't be any more overtime battles. If you guys are tied after five rounds, too fucking bad. That just means I get to choose the next movie. Yes, boss. Come on in and join the party, bro. You want some mushroom pizza, man? Uh, yeah, sure, man. Let me turn the lights on real quick. No, 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 no. You're fucking up my buzz, man. No. Check out the groovy posters I got over here. Yeah, Alex, Dave is tripping his ass off over there with these mushrooms. <laughs> hey, it's the 70s, guys. Come on, get into the spirit of things. Listen, that's fine with me. Just uh, let me turn the lights on before somebody fucking trips and ends up in a fucking wheelchair. What? Did somebody say wheelchair? Shut the fuck up, Mahoney. Yeah, go make some fucking Jimmy John sub, will ya? I'll take a cheesesteak, plain, just ketchup, and, uh... Mushrooms, man, mushrooms! Ah, the only kind of mushroom I want are the ones that's on Dave's Pizza right now.
If you're nasty, and with me, as always, is Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Yo 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 yo. Man, what's wrong with you? Oh yeah, you're tripping balls. Okay, and mm-hmm. also here, as usual, is Alex Edwards. What is up? Uh. This guy just won't change a bit. Okay, so, guys, welcome to Banana Laser episode 36. We got a fucking fun episode planned. We're still rolling through the 70s, and we got some classic monsters in the 70s. Oh, yeah, it's happening. Um, We're going to do some more trivia because these assholes just can't stop throwing each other softballs and and say, hey, do you want to win? Hey, do you want to win? It's not happening this time. (laughs) Wait, Matt, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. This is a a landmark show. Mm -hmm. You don't know why. Yeah. Hmm. You don't even know why. I don't. You guys were avid listeners of the Skeleton Crew, correct? From show one. Skeleton who? Still are. Exactly. Yeah, still are, (laughs) motherfucker. Right. So, do you know what show 36 was? Ooh. Um, Wow. Wow. I I, I claim to be a fucking uh, rain man of the Skeleton Crew shows, but... I'll give you a hint. October. Right. I I think it's the Halloween Awards. Yep. Michael James' very last show. (laughs) <laughs> His very last show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, all the production, pre and post, and, and all that shit. That, who cares? It's Michael J's last show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's known for. A month to produce, but... It was the best show. I picked it as the best show way back when, you know? Yeah. Just think that you're at that level now. You are where we were when Holy the shift shit. happened. I gotta crazy? spend a month producing this show? <laughs> Not gonna happen. <laughs> wow, so this is supposed to be as good as the Halloween Awards of the show. Oh, boy. Uh, well, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Matt's gonna willing to make that happen. <laughs> no, I'm but, saying we already achieved that. So uh, oh, shit. Show's <laughs> over. Boom. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. But, uh, yeah, isn't that crazy? That wow, 36 shows. Mm-hmm. Now, so does that mean you guys are going to throw me off? Or that, oh, yeah. Those walls are thin, you know, in the laser lounge. I did hear you mention yeah. how I'm not as good as I was. You're just not the same asshole as you are in the dungeon. You're just huh. not. Maybe huh. you're drinking less. I don't know. Here, have another beer, fucker. Jesus. Have Thank a you. mushroom. 
<laughs> don't, a, isn't it? I have a camp or a stem. I got them right here. Tons, dude. I have Shit. a stem. I'll start yeah. off with a stem. Yeah, chew on a stem. Absolutely. Chew on it, yeah. Swallow. <laughs> mm. well, mm. Tasty. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got a few more Scream Factory screeners. Oh, hey, good for you. Can I have your leftovers? Well, I actually do ship off the ones I don't like to people, but this <laughs> new one. This new one is called Without Warning. You guys seen this? Uh, I have not. I'm familiar it. with it, but yeah, no. Okay. It stars Jack Palance, Martin Landau, and it's called uh, Without Warning. It, it came out in 1980, and it's about in one se- – oh, check it out. It's really weird. It's actually the same premise, believe it or not, as The Predator. An alien comes to Earth and hunts prey, you know, us, and then stores them away as trophies and, like – it's not, you know, exactly like Predator, but in, in, in a shack. But, you know, Predator kind of, like, skinned them and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, this one is just so low budget. He just it takes the bodies and puts them on hangers <laughs> in, in a shack. <laughs> what? So, he, really? A shack? Honestly? A shack. So, this is like a cross between Predator and Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah what's the alien climax? wearing? Yeah. Uh, Sackhead alien, yes. He has a big, bulbous head, just like a classic alien. Uh, the way he kills people is he throws things that look like mini frisbees at you, but they actually latch onto you and their tentacles bury themselves in your skin. And on the bottom half, like a jellyfish, there are teeth that just keep kind of spinning back and forth. And they oh. just. It's just really weird. If the effects, well, like on a scene it, like that, for example, does it look quality? Amazing. Yeah. What? Oh, wow, cool. That's yep. all I need to hear. Wow. For especially for those days, I mean, it you could tell it's practical effects, but it still looks legit. The alien just looks a little cartoonish for today. Hmm. I'm sure if we were like ten or eleven, it would be cool. And it was 1980, and we can see all this great shit now. <clears throat> the the movie held you. It's it's interesting the whole way. The characters, like everything, it's a fast-paced movie. And even at the end, when they slow it down, the suspense is great because you don't know what's around the corner. You know, that's an old cliche. Like you hear that all the time. But in this movie, you really wondered if around the corner would be the alien to, to kill these people at in this one scene. And and it's slow, but it works that way. It's really good. So I give it a, a four out of five. I, I really liked it. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Right. I'm checking it out. What's it called? From Within? <laughs> Without warning. <laughs> I come in peace? <laughs> Fuck. Fucking gold. Which, which okay. movie has more muscle mass, Predator or this one? Uh, oh, here's oh here's the weird thing. That's why I was going to say this. <laughs> the guy who played Predator plays this alien. Get the fuck out of here. What? I swear to God. How weird is that? What? Get out of here. That's crazy. Yeah. He's a famous black guy. He's like, uh, <laughs> I forget his name. He has three names, and he died at 35 years old. Check out how he died. He oh he played Harry and Harry and the Hendersons if if the Harry's oh, name was Monster. Oh that guy. Okay. Yeah. So check James out Earl the... Jones. No, different black guy with three names. Okay. He's Sorry. still alive. Come on. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so uh check out how he died. This is crazy. 35 years old, dies of AIDS. He died because a goddamn blood transfusion after oh. a car accident. What the fuck? That's yeah. A shame. 35 Dude, so hey, don't get a blood transfusion, guys. There you go. That's Fuck. it. Jesus Christ! I mean, <laughs> no, don't do it. Fine. I don't okay. care how much blood you're you're down. <laughs> do not take blood. Scout Murphy O'Shepson. Holy shit, dude! Fucking weirdo. That's cra- what a crazy fucking coincidence. That's nuts. Yeah. Huh. 
the movie with the same premise, he plays the fucking guy. How weird is that? Wasn't in Predator that supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme? Did I hear that? Was, was that one? supposed to be him? Yeah, they had, a whole, they had a whole other look for the Predator, and it just wasn't working, and then they got him in, and it was a big, giant you know, look for whoa, him. Whoa, whoa. You're saying Van Damme was supposed to be Predator, not Arnold? No, no, playing the Predator playing, himself. Yeah, playing the, the alien. What? I've heard that one. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody so, starts somewhere. Tupac was fucking dancing in fucking digital underground videos once. You know? And and Rob Zombie was on Pee Wee's Playhouse. And right. so was Cowboy Curtis. That's the that's I was gonna say. <laughs> God damn it, you beat me to it. Oh, that's so funny. Cowboy Curtis. What's his name? Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Is that and Lazy Eye? Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now he he's come full circle. He's on Hannibal. Oh, okay. really? Huh. He returned to his horror roots after all those years. His Ooh. roots. Well, I watched 13 Sins. That was not bad at all. I would probably give that four to five as well. Hmm. Yeah, that's a get... fun movie. Yeah. yeah some I, cool I, twists and turns in it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very cool. Um, interesting movie. Not straight horror, but definitely no. interesting. Yeah. You know? It's um, fun. Some horrific things happen. There's some, some gore and some scenes and whatnot, but yeah, I check it out. I watched Jaws the other day because it's summertime. Huh. I think I think that's all I got. I, I can't. Uh, off. If you want to know, look on Facebook. <laughs> You'll see everything I, watched... I fucking watched. I watched uh, the collector's edition of Motel Hell from Scream Factory. It's strange to see these '80s movies and and look so clearly and mm-hmm. stuff. It's it's very weird, you know. But but that one especially, the DVD copy was just always dark as shit. Yeah. Oh, okay, you'll like this then. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. So it's our first, It's the first movie we ever reviewed, so we're gonna have to. Uh, yeah, we gotta buy it at least. Oh yeah, I've already bought it. I pre-ordered it. Did you? Did you from mm-hmm. Scream Factory? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I wait now because of what Alex said about Family Dollar. Yeah, what... Family Video, man. Family yeah, bucks. Family Dollar, I call it. <laughs> family Dollar. You know what's weird? Everyone's all, like, uh, obsessed with this whole thing. Oh, the Scream Factory got these summer sales. Summer sales. And it fucking ended before summer. But they, yeah. had, they had summer Lasted sales. Lasted four weeks, yeah. Yeah. And th- that shit is no different than what it is all year on on Family Video, right? Hmm. 14 bucks is the cheapest you get from uh, summer sale, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, nothing got cheaper than that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, just go to Family Video. Fucking okay, A, man. There you go. Peel back Family Video. Right. Yes. Peel you it guys back. have one in your area? Family Video? Hmm? Yeah, there's one. If I, I have... drive, like, fucking 30 minutes, I can find one. Yeah. Oh, really? There's one, like, literally fucking two, three blocks away from my house. Family huh. Video. There you go. Does it have such great deals as it does online? For renting, it has fucking very good deals. And it, the only thing they sell, they don't sell any of these Blu-rays new. The only thing they sell are, like, after someone's rented a movie. Like, I, I bought a Blu-ray for, like, seven bucks. Like, you know, I bought The Collector or I bought fucking, you know, just rent. If a horror movie comes out and it's out for a year, Collector. Sinister or something, you can get it for, like, seven or eight bucks. That's it. But they don't sell any of these, you know, I was hoping to get these screen factories. They don't sell anything new in there. Hmm. So. But to rent is cheap. Kids' movies are free, and uh, it's like a thousand. <laughs> They're that bad? Yeah. <laughs> free fucking rentals. You believe that shit? I've rented Snoopy Come Home about fucking four or five times. You just yeah. walk in, you say, yeah. yeah, give me this, and you just walk out. There's no money exchange <laughs> believe it or, not. or nothing. <laughs> What's the point of that? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Well, how do you pay rent with that? Yeah, I feel exactly. bad. I always rent another movie just to do it because I feel like an ass. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Here Dave, you go, guys. Zero dollars. Thank you very much. You take your daughter out to the kids eat free night, 
at places <laughs> and you don't eat yourself. You're like, no, no, just just her. Yeah, no, I don't want anything. A water is fine. She'll have a cheeseburger, fries. I'm good. Maybe I'll pay for a coffee. It's like a buck fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine taking your kids to eat? Kids eat free, and you get nothing. It's I don't want to go to a place where kids eat free because it's going to be fucking crawling with children making noise. Yeah, and fuck those motherfuckers. I can't stand them. They're as fuck bad as bitches. Fuckers. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Well, more to come. More to come. I yeah, more to come. Bitches in yes. wheelchairs. They never go away. Oh, boy. They never will. Did somebody say wheelchair? Hey, oh, shut God. the fuck up. Make me a sandwich. Get out of here. Hold the salami this time. <laughs> All right, so on that note, we'll be back with some shit. See you later. Welcome to Banana Lasers Montgomery Minute. I can't get rid of this asshole. Yes, this guy's gold. All right, guys, we're here, and we're going to talk more about our friend Scott Montgomery, the group meister himself, the a man of a thousand groups, as we like to call him. He's back yet again, and uh, guys, you got an update on what this boner's been up to? Mine's really short. Mine is in, mine's just a little bit humorous. Um, what we have with Alex and, and involving other people is uh, a little more fun, but uh, mine was really quick, but it was strange because... The other day, I've been doing this thing lately, and I've been doing it for myself because I got lazy. But what I, I've been writing down since January 1st this year on a, with a pat and a pen. I've been writing down all the horror movies I'm going to watch in a year. I'm going to tally them up at the end of the year just, to, just for my own whatever, my own personal knowledge. <laughs> so I've been writing this stuff down. I found out that when you watch a movie, you can tag the movie on Facebook. So lately, as my, as my Facebook friends have seen... When I watch a movie, I'm putting it up there. One day, I'm going to get back together and, and write them all down because I'm like two, three months behind. But at least I have record there. So the other day, I'm watching this movie that was recommended by a few. It's called 13 Sins. So uh, I put 13 Sins in, and I, I check it in on Facebook. Dave is watching 13 Sins. Now, <laughs> right after I do that, I get a message from fucking Montgomery. And it's 13 Sins with a question mark. I have a group. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even think of that. Oh, I'm surprised he doesn't. And then I just tell him, I said, you know, I try to keep it short. I said recommended. Then I said on Netflix. And then what do you think his next question is? Any name celebs? I'm only into celebrities. Jesus. He's, yes, he's fucking obsessed. That's what he had to know before he watched a movie. And then I said, I said I'm not sure actually. I didn't look. Probably not. It's it's independent. So then, a few minutes go by, and I'm sitting there, like, okay, that's the end of it. And he comes back with personal, personal, with capital letters, and says, Ron Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, 80s oh, television yeah. show. He was in that? Yeah, he was the Beast, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. I you forgot about weird? that. Yeah. Somebody compared Ron Perlman to Lon Chaney, or Lon Chaney, the man of a thousand faces. And it's because supposedly... For so many of his roles, he just redoes his entire face for, like, you know, changes his complete appearance. Is that right? So I guess, I guess it is. Hellboy. He's, d- he's done a lot of makeup roles, but he's yeah. done a lot without too, like Blade Two and okay, 
and uh, you know Kronos and other stuff like that. So he was in that one Masters of Horror episode too. And he was just so wait, Matt is a is becoming a big fan. (laughs) Slowly but surely. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy, man. He started watching. Well, God, I'll be buying a hog here before too long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let me interrupt. Speaking of a hog, I'm putting you guys on the spot. This is the game uh, I've been playing. My brother and I have been playing with other people. You guys have been going hogging? Check it out. No, no, no. But somebody answered. uh, Actually. (laughs) Nice. Now those bees are over. No. uh, You guys, everyone's familiar with fucking Elmer's glue, correct? Yes. Okay. Tastes delicious. Okay. (laughs) Now, without cheating, without looking... Elmer's glue. What is the logo? What's on it? A cow. It? It's a cow. Motherfuckers! You thought wow. it was a pig? You guys are the first two people. <laughs> Hold on. You guys are the first two people that got the answer right. I've asked fucking seven people, and everyone's given us a different answer. So I thought I was gonna have more, more funny answers to tell. Apparently, I'm dealing with fucking I don't know, a couple fucking of ex- some glue eaters. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've done well, a lot of arts and crafts in my camp. So. Son of a bitch. So well, that, that went nowhere. Sorry. Because uh, my brother thought it was a pig. My friend thought it was a, a contract. You can't make said. glue from pigs. Well, it wouldn't make Crazy? sense. Crazy? It's a pig horse. <laughs> <laughs> pigs are people too, goddammit. Uh, well, I thought it was a baby. That's what I said. I just off the top of my head. <laughs> a baby? Yeah, I was like a baby with a sonic. Fuck. I don't know. My, my mother said it was a goat. My, my my father said it was just a guy, and his name happened to be Elmer. We got all different answers, and I, I told my brother the other night, I said, next time I'm recording with those guys, I'll ask them. And I was hoping to get comedy out of it, but... Well, this has been the Montgomery Minute. Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How do we get to that? Back dude, to Montgomery. I couldn't drink till I was 21, so glue was very important. <laughs> Shouldn't it be a horse, though? Isn't a horse what makes glue? Or or, or am I wrong? Don't they always say we're going to send you to the glue factory when they're talking about horses? Yeah. Yeah, why is it a cow? I'm writing a letter right now to (laughs) Mr. Elmer. Here we go. Not even an email. It's going to be a handwritten letter. (laughs) Dear Elmer. (laughs) Uncle Elmer. (laughs) What the fuck is up with your... Dave Z. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to sign your name. (laughs) Dave Z. I'm going to put your of, address on there, which is... One, yeah, two, one, two, three, four. Big Get on. Yes. Um, speaking of logos, I'm driving to my mother's house today, and my daughter's with me, and out of nowhere, she asks me, she looks ahead, she sees the tire, and she goes, how come Goodyear's logo is a flying shoe? What? And I said, hmm, is it? And I pulled up closer and looked at the tire. It was like on the back of a Jeep so you could see it. And sure enough, it was a fucking flying shoe. What? Yeah. I think you're tripping. Oh, wait, you are. You fuck. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Listen, we're, we're going off course, but back to Montgomery. This is what's said. So now here's what I, he says, Beauty and the Beast. Now, of course, me, I should have just left it at that, but I couldn't help myself. And I said, what do I know him for? And I said, oh, yeah, I did see his name, Hellboy. You know? Then, of course, I get the, you know, the famous thumbs up from him. <laughs> his favorite then, form of communication a giant <laughs> thumbs up on the Facebook messenger <laughs> and then he comes back at me and says blade 2 oh, then I said you're really into celebrities aren't you and then he says I have a good memory the ones I've met are very nice and then he goes on about something else 15 days till monster mania I'm stoked oh That's shit so- he's gonna be there I'm gonna be there monster mania yeah. oh you, you, you are in the same area Son Holy of a bitch. I gotta Interview him. 
live interview. Nice. What? The Montgomery Minute next week will be fucking an interview. <laughs> oh, it is August. Holy shit. Cool. Wow. So anyway, I... that's Montgomery, and he's been poking the shit out of all my friends. You know? Johnny Gore, I think. Fucking Cody. Somebody else said something. He's not even friends with them. I think he went down my friends list, friends list and saw anyone that was into horror, and he just fucking gives them a poke on Facebook. Then he poked Jamie, and then, you know. Yeah, Jamie Jenkins herself has been harassed by Mr. Montgomery. Okay, so <clears throat> I don't know who friended who, but it's she, he starts writing her on inst, you know on Facebook Messenger. He says, how are you? She says, I'm good. It's Friday. How are you? He says, relaxing with, with no G, so he's cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so he goes, check this out. The next sentence. After the cool relaxing, I have several groups with a question mark. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> Who does that? So I he, know. So he's like, movie, TV, music, wrestling, anime, <laughs> superhero, scream, queens, action, plaxploitation, whatever that is. Blacks, plaxploitation. Black What's that? Black? Blackenstein, yeah, like uh, yeah. Shaft, Blackula. Uh, Three the Hard Way is a black exploitation. Three the Hard Way, nice. Yeah. How about what's that one movie? Uh, something N word. Uh, boss, <laughs> boss N word. Oh yeah, yeah, boss nigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, got him. That's what it's called. <laughs> so he goes. So she writes. I'm not really active in many groups apart from those of my shows. They keep me pretty busy. He writes. Ah, then like, I don't know. An hour later. The offer is still there. He says, fave area of horror? And he writes, F-A-V-E. So fav, like Brett Favre. <laughs> and then she says, a lot of it. But especially werewolves, haunted houses, zombies, good slashers. He writes, my groups cover all the above with a thumbs up. I'd love to add you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so she says, that sounds cool, but I really wouldn't be there. I'm a member of tons of groups that I never visit. He writes, up to you with dot, dot, dot. My individual celeb groups, I've met most, but not all. Can you send your friends my way? She says, sure. He goes, thanks. Why not leave groups you're inactive and join mine? <laughs> Can you believe this guy? And be inactive over here. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, because I'd be inactive there. And he goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, disappointing, but okay. <laughs> and then, he would not take no for an answer. Yeah. <laughs> at all. So Did he start at like fucking 8 in the morning or something? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. 8 a.m. She says, uh... This started at 8 a.m. He's an early rising stalker. So <laughs> then he says something, another thumbs up, and he goes, do you know a guy named Jason Craig? She says, sounds familiar, but if I do, I'll let you know. He says, I got a few requests to join my Scream Queen groups. Thought you might have referred him. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it. Like, holy shit. So now... So we got the ball rolling. I just friended him today, and I told these guys, what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to flip shit over on him. He thinks he's the king of harassment. What I'm going to do is I'm going to push every single Skeleton Crew show that has anything to do with anything he posts. And I'm going to go, dude, do you listen to the show? You listen to Oh, we did a show on that. Holy shit, we did that. We covered that. I'm just going to go on and on about stuff like that with this guy and see how he reacts. And then when he says about my groups... And he goes, oh, you like Halloween too? Can you listen 
can you join my Halloween 2 group, my PJ Souls group? I'll go, oh, sure, did you hear my Halloween 2 review? And he'll go, no, I haven't. I'll go, oh, wait a minute, but you want me to join your group and you haven't heard my review? I don't understand. And then I'll just create the whole thing with this guy. So We're going to get blocked. <laughs> fucking shit. I'll tell you that. You he, think this guy makes him. money off this shit or something? <laughs> uh, you know, maybe he does. Maybe Facebook is paying this asshole somehow. We're on the wrong fucking side of this. I know. Hmm. Maybe, huh? Dude, you have to meet this guy. I want to see him in a social. I want to hear about how he acts with normal people, not behind a computer screen. Like it's got to be awkward as fuck. Can you imagine him at a horror convention? He goes up to the people's booth and he's like, "Hi, how you doing? I I made a face group." group page of, of you um yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's dedicated to your work that that's great man thanks yeah, uh great. do you want to do you want to autograph and a picture or just autograph oh uh both okay yeah so people post on it all the time yeah uh what do you what do you want written on here uh <laughs> just say scott okay yeah so like i made this group about a year ago man i really love you so do you want a picture uh with do you want to stand behind me or do you want to stand in front <laughs> Like they just don't care. <laughs> right. Hey, it'd be great if you join the group too. And then I also have some other groups that you can join. I got one about slashers, one about Ron Perlman. <laughs> I feel so bad about making the Ron Perlman joke because I love the guy. Yeah. And it's like it's not as you know, it's not as horrible as PJ Souls or Brian Andrews groups, but oh my god, it's still funny though. Oh holy shit. God. You got a video of him. You you just you, you have your iPhone. Just go to the fucking thing, meet him. Yeah. You know what he looks like, right? He looks like yeah. uh, whatever you alien. said. An alien. Okay. And uh, <laughs> you could probably spot him in the crowd, right? Just go up to him and introduce oh, yeah. yourself. Just look for the extra awkward person. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the weirdo who's not in uh, costume or face paint. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows that fucking guy? <laughs> Who knows? Uh... It's so funny, though. Stay tuned for more Scott Montgomery. And that was our Montgomery Minute. Do you or any member of your family have a problem with monkeys, chimps, or orangutans? Are these pesky primates invading your home, looking for shelter? Does the constant squealing and crying of these pets keep you awake at night? Are you constantly dodging fecal matter being thrown around your house? If this sounds like you and your loved ones, then we have the solution. Banana lasers. Never be fearful of your children watching these beasts fornicate or masturbate again. Banana laser. That's right, with banana laser. You don't have to live with this problem anymore. Just simply aim and pull the trigger. You'll blast, zap, and blow these troublesome monsters to kingdom come. Just three easy payments of $79.99, and this death ray will be on your doorstep in three to six months. Banana laser. Banana laser. 100% fine quality Filipino craftsmanship made by the most well-trained 10-year-olds. So order Banana laser. Today at 314-720-8842 or bananalaser at gmail.com and also bananalaser makes the perfect gift for any occasion. Hope to hear from you soon. Just remember bananalaser. Take your stinky paws off you damn dirty ape. All right, once again, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Questions? 
Yeah! What do you want? Looks like a frying pan and some eggs to me. <laughs> hey, Spence. Let's trip out. guys welcome back to banana lasers horror trivia challenge let's see who is going to be victorious this time between alex edwards and dave z banana lasers own uh let's see last time alex was the winner wait i'm uh, banana lasers own too yeah that's what dude. i said well that's why i meant oh, okay. alex edwards and dave z's <laughs> banana lasers own yeah oh, okay. okay as yeah. long as i'm included yeah, yeah but... <laughs> the skeleton crew guy is still here you, you just snuck in you just snuck we left the door open by accident and you won't leave god damn it uh so yeah let's do this again we did it the last show i think it was pretty fun i think you guys had a good time so let's just run down the rules really quick in case anybody has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. This is a trivia game between Dave and Alex. Uh, what's going to happen is we're going to start with one contestant. going to read them a question pertaining to Friday 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. And we're going to alternate uh, between Dave and, and Alex. Uh, we're going to go through five rounds. And each round the questions will get more and more difficult. And as such, they'll be worth more points. But this time, guys, we've altered the rules slightly for these two dipshits here. First of all, uh, I'll ask a question. I'll give the guys 10 seconds to answer it off the top of the dome. And if they do, it's worth double points. After the 10 seconds, they'll have multiple choice answers to choose from. And it'll be worth normal points. Also, instead of the guys picking which movie franchise that they want to do, we'll just do... Because they hate Nightmare on Elm Street. Go go figure. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do two questions from Friday the 13th series. Then we'll do one question from the Nightmare series. That way it's you know, it's, a, it's an even mix that these guys can can uh, enjoy. So Yeah, and this way we don't have to be such good sports. Right. Yeah. Or dicks. Yeah, start being, you know, get competitive, you yeah. fucks. You know, I mean, you, do you want to choose the next movie in a rolling through the 70s? I, yes. Come on. Yes, we do. Yeah, I really do. I want to do another Dracula vs. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is another Dracula on the next and next year. Yeah, there is. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's get this shit started. Uh, let's see, who won last time? Alex. So uh, let's, let's start with Alex. All right, so Alex, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. We'll start you off with a softball here <clears throat> from Friday the 13th. Okay, here we go. Rennie, one of two survivors of Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, encountered young Jason as a child. Yes. Woo! True, that is correct. So that is worth 10 points. Excellent. 
Good job. Booyah! Thank All you. right, Dave Z, are you ready for your question? Yeah, I think I, I think I'm ready. All right, another true or false question here, buddy. The events of Friday the 13th took place on what would have been Pamela Voorhees' birthday. True or false? False. That is correct. And that for anyone listening, that was Jason's birthday. In case you didn't know. All right, so now... Alex, the dreaded nightmare on Elm Street question. True or false, A Nightmare on Elm Street was the first feature film produced by New Line Cinema. I think it is the first one they made themselves, that studio, so I'm going to say yes. That is correct. Yes! Boom, another 10 points. Hitting them out of the park as usual. All right, Dave Z, last question in round one. In Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter, what did Ted find in the cupboard? In the cupboard. What did Ted find in the cupboard? Oh, I know what he found. Fucking those porno movies. Those skim there... flips. Stag flips. Whatever. <laughs> Woo! All right! All right! Yep. Oh, yeah. A oh, stag just... film. I'm glad yes. you said stag, too. That was awesome. <sighs> there we go. All took right, me so... just a second. I was thinking of the corkscrew. You know? <laughs> I was <laughs> right. thinking of that famous line. That's you know? what I was thinking of. Ted, where the hell the corkscrew? <laughs> <laughs> So how many points is that? Is that 20 points? 20 each. Exactly. Yep. Both got 20 each to round out round one. Now we're back to Alex with another Friday question. This time it's from round two, so it's going to be a little harder. Which other surviving member of Tommy Jarvis's family did not return in Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Trish Jarvis. Uh, that is correct. You went uh, the extra mile because it just says his sister. So good job. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that's worth 20 points. Uh-oh. Excellent. Trish, party tonight! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Skinny dip. All right. <laughs> all right dave here we go from your favorite nightmare on elm street film the dream master part four (laughs) who died in his waterbed oh that's easy joey boom man you guys are good that's awesome i see i would have i would have failed on it on any any time you got to recall a name, I would fail. So only, I'm glad really? I'm on this end. Uh, only because, believe me, if it wasn't Kincaid or Joey, only because they're from Part Three. If it would have been one of the new characters, done. Right. I got lucky. Mm, Dan, huh? That's somebody. All right, so Alex, back to you, sir, with a Friday the Thirteenth question. Here we go. Right. During Friday the Thirteenth, how do you keep getting these? Friday Thirteenth Part Eight. Chasing Six Manhattan. 
Damn. A street gang challenged Jason to a fight until they saw what? His face, motherfucker! Woo! Oh, correct. His dick. (laughs) (laughs) And then they smelled it. (laughs) I was going to fight him until I smelt his dick. God. All right, Dave, here we go from your favorite Friday the 13th film. Okay. A Six? new beginning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, where did Robin find Jake dead? Where did Robin find Jake dead? Huh. In bed. Woo! All right! Woo! All right! 20 points to Dave. Good job. I figured it was just in bed, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tied neck and neck. After round two, doop, boop, 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 boop. you both got 60 points. Good job, guys. Banana laser wins every time. Okay, moving on to round three. All right. All right. All right! (laughs) Uh, Potentially worth 30 points. Here we go. In Freddy vs. Jason, what was the first thing Freddy said to Lori during her final nightmare? Oh, come Hmm. on. The first Hmm. thing he said... During Correct. the final one, who the fuck would know that? Right? Nobody. <laughs> John, Johnny Gore, maybe? Right, right. This isn't multiple choice? It is, oh, but okay. I was giving you the 10 seconds. No, I have to go multiple yeah, choice. Seconds. I might get Okay. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll get Drink it some, now. Take some more smart juice. There you go. <laughs> okay. Is it A, Sweet Dreams Bitch? B, You're in My World Now? C, What's wrong, Lori? Miss your wake-up call? Or D, rise and shine? That is so easy because it jogged my memory like I ran around the fucking block at sea. Woo! All right! right. There you go. Yes. What's wrong, Lori? Miss your wake-up call. All right. So that's 15 points. Not bad. Yep. No, that's okay. I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have got that either. No. All right, Dave Z, back to you with a Friday the 13th question. In Friday the 13th, part two, which counselors snuck off to Camp Crystal oh, Lake? come on. Jeff and Sandra. The fuck, dude? Are you sure this is the right round? That's the easiest thing in the. No, seriously, come on. We all know that's the easiest thing in the world. Correct. Boom. Thirty points to Dave. I'm At least you got a Freddy vs. Jason question and not a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. There you go. Alex. Yeah. All right, Alex. Back to you, sir. Here we go. Not including the killer, how many people were murdered during? Friday the 13th, Part 7, A New Blood. How many people were murdered? Dude, I have to get a paper and a pen here. <laughs> I know, who, right? Who would know this? <laughs> Multiple I, I choice could. would know it. That's about it, yeah. I That's could do it. No, nobody could. Okay, hold on. Star mummy girl, <laughs> pig girl, redhead, black person, black. Person. Okay, your multiple choice <laughs> answers Bruce, are the mother. Hold on, don't fuck. Is it? 
Hold on. I know I'm multiple. You're not getting double points. I know, I know, I know. Hold on. Uh, so I think I named everybody. Uh, oh, wait, I said I said the redhead. Did I say Neanderthal Man? Mm, Shit. I didn't, I didn't hear that. No. Okay, Neanderthal Man. Uh, mm-hmm. Melissa. I said Melissa. Dr. Cruz. Said that. Why am I helping you? Yeah, I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Just, come on, eight, Dave. Be competitive. Sorry. It's some I'm going to say nine, Matt. That is incorrect. Shit. Your multiple choices are, is it A, 13, B, 15, C, 11, or D, 12? I'll go at Thir- the bottom. 11. That is incorrect. What? It is B, 15. What? What the <laughs> fuck did I miss from this movie? Oh, I, wait, the father was killed. And then... I don't know. I wish I had a list here now. Uh, yeah, I don't know, the man. mother. The mother was killed. I said that. Okay, I didn't hear. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck? Who else was killed? The fucking douchebag that was trying to bang Melissa. Douchebag? Um, I said him. Star mummy. How about Nick? Did Nick die? No. No, he survived. I question this thing, but okay, let's go on. <laughs> I died threats. It's the be-all, end-all. Nothing we can do. <laughs> All right. Sons of bitches. Uh, the, uh, the, the super-duper round. So I'm going to give you a Freddy versus Jason question, okay? Just to make things even. Here we go. Okay. In Freddy versus Jason, what was Jason doing at the beginning? What was he doing at the beginning? Correct. He was fucking in hell chasing a chick to kill her. Stalking. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess that's right. You know? You said it weird, but uh, there's one word you could say to help this. What was he doing? <laughs> he was killing. Stalking. He's something ing. <laughs> walking. I don't fucking know. Oh, no, you can't get this, dude. Running. Chasing nope. a fucking chick. And, okay, her. so here's your multiple choice. You're gonna fucking I know he's gonna be punch yourself in the balls here. Is it A burning in hell? B swimming? C hiding in Australia? Or D (laughs) dreaming of his kills? Oh, D dreaming of his kills. (laughs) Woo! All right! There you go. He was dreaming? He wasn't in fucking hell actually doing it? Nope. No, Freddy was in hell at the start of the movie. That fucking movie. Hey, fuck it. I'm tearing this up right now. Fuck it. I still got points. It's okay. It is stupid. Because Freddy turned in, you know, his mom was talking to him, then it became Freddy, so he's obviously dreaming. But how could a dead person dream? Right. So, shit, if we're dead and we can still dream, then I'm not, it's not that depressing, because I have some pretty good fucking dreams. So, I'm not that depressed about dying, I guess. Yeah, there you go. All right, so at the end of round three, Alex, you have 75 points, and Dave C. 135. 105. So good job. So here we go, Alex Edwards. We're in round four, so let's see. These can be worth 40, 40 points, potentially. According to Friday the 13th Part 2, what was Ginny studying at college? Child psychology. Woo! Bam. There you go. 40 points. Itch. Nice. Oh, wait. Let me look at the back of the card. Yep, that is correct. Just wanted to double check. (laughs) All right, Dave Z. 
In Friday the 13th, Part 4, A Final Chapter, who won the beer-chugging competition at the party? Oh, no. Oh, wow. Um, it's ridiculous. What the fuck's that chick's <laughs> name? Questions. Hold on a second. But he could blurt out a name and just get it right. Yeah, what was that chick's name? Please be 10 seconds already. Amy? Come on, man. Was her man. name Amy? It was definitely a chick. Is it 10 seconds? Mm-hmm. All right! Shit. Thank God. Okay. Here we go, Dave. Who won the beer chugging competition at the party? Is it A, Ted? B, Tina? C, Sarah? Or D, Terry? It was C, Sarah. That is incorrect. I'm sorry, Dave. It's Tina. The correct answer is Tina. (laughs) Dude, Sarah was looking. Yeah, I don't know. She wasn't even... Holy uh, shit. All right, so here we go. Back to Alex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was between those two girls. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was the twin shot. Yeah. Mm. Remember my song? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm trying to get a blaster. <laughs> Don't you have that memorized by now? Jesus. Right? There's so much God. knowledge. You could win this whole game with that flaw. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so here we go. Alex. Mm-hmm. From Nightmare on Elm Street. Serious. Here you go. This is my fucking winning shot. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Dave's like in in a nightmare on Elm Street. What was the number on the pink nightshirt that Nancy wore at the time of Tina's death? Come on. I wouldn't know, no matter what you say. Like, is this really my question, <laughs> dude? I twelve. That is incorrect. Your choices are. A, 11, <laughs> B, 22, C, 33, D, 55. Hold on one second. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> 11, uh, 22, 33, 55. Well, the name Scotty Pippen has come up more than one time this week, so I'm going to go ahead and say 33 because maybe that's destiny calling me. <laughs> That is incorrect. It is A11. It was not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that question sucked ass. Um, Yeah, that was really stupid. Here's the thing. When we ask these questions, I want to lose credibility when I get the wrong (laughs) answer. This is just stupid. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. Uh, Dave Z. In Friday the 13th, Part 4, A Final Chapter... Who did Tina end up sleeping with? Dude, are you fucking with me? Jimmy. Woo! No, come on, Matt. No, that Matt, is correct. I I'm think you should. When choosing you, these. When you look at these questions, you should not let us answer them unless we could lose credibility by getting them wrong. Okay. All right. So from here on out, I'll do that. Oh, that's the end of round that four. It. That's it. Holy shit. Okay. So ba, 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 ba. Right. now Dave, it's all Friday from now on. Alex, you have one twenty-five, and Dave, you have one fifty-five at the <laughs> end. Of round four. Yes, I get them both wrong, and I got to get them both right. Pretty much. Not necessarily. No, he's our big points, Alex. Oh, uh-huh. like fifty and shit, right? Okay. It's like yes, you're uh, it's shit. worth 50, 50 initially and twenty-five multiple choice. Okay. See? Holy okay. shit! So here Let's, we go. I'll fucking choke again. Don't worry. It's a big choke. Choke, choke, <laughs> choke, choke. 
What do you mean? You don't want me to win? You want to watch Dracula AD and fucking 17? <laughs> I won't pick that, I promise. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> what was the Jeep? They're, they're all like, what is the color? What oh, yeah. Is the- that's a loser shit. Like, uh, let's get to the real shit. Yeah, it's it's kind of tough. Some of them are for us are going to be too easy, and the other ones that are hard are going to be too hard, and you're going to yeah. have to guess the multiple choice. That's yeah. the problem. Either we know them right off the bat, or we, or we fucking don't. don't know them at all. Right. So I don't even know if we can weed out the fucking easy ones like, or the hard ones. For example, because, I would know the wheelchair guy was eighty one on his shirt, but I don't know fucking right. anti shirt. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Well, that's Friday, too. You should know it's 81, and right. so should I. I wouldn't have known Nancy either, but we're Friday people, okay. so it doesn't matter. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the start of round five. Potentially worth 50 points. Alex Edwards. In Friday the 13th, part three, who was Jason's fourth victim? In the oh, movie. Christ. Who was his fourth victim? Okay, you got those two. Then you got... I'm going to say it was um, the white biker guy. Do I have to know his name? Isn't it like Loco? Woo! All right! Woo! All right! That is correct. Yes! Justin. Very good. Yes, Justin. All right, 50 points. Woo! Okay, Dave, here we go. Uh, during Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, mm. <laughs> what were Tamara and Eva caught doing? Cocaine. Oh. Woo! All right! Woo! All right! So easy. Yeah, that was pretty easy. <laughs> <Good. sighs> All these five questions are like, what, what was the color of the truck? And shit like that, yeah. so I'm trying to get rid of those. What was the multiple choice there? Finger fucking? <laughs> Alright, so Alex, this is your final question of the game. Wow, I wonder if I'm going to lose this, man. This literally, I have to get this right, and Dave has to get it wrong. Okay, so Alex, here we go. Final question of the game. In Friday the 13th, Part 2... What kind of accident did Mark suffer that confined him to a wheelchair? Softball! <laughs> yes! <laughs> he did the thing I did before I had... He actually, the way I rolled into the lounge today is mm. what Mark was doing. He was right. in a motorcycle. And, sorry, your 10 seconds is up. <laughs> uh, your multiple... <laughs> Stuck it in the ass. No, I'm just kidding. That is correct, sir. Woo! Damn! Dave. Easy. (laughs) You have to get this correct, and not only do you have to get it correct, you can't do multiple choice in order to win this. Oh, fuck. Alex, you have 225. Dave has 205. Oh, my. He wins no matter what. I'm trailing, though. No. No. If you get this right, you got 230. That means you win no matter what. You have to answer to win in some way. All right, get it on. Let's go. Let me just Eat. make sure I got this right. Don't feel Read, monkey. Well, hang on. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> what the fuck was that? 
me find you an easy one too. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, he's got a fucking sticker. That's what I wanted to read right away because I wanted him to read whatever it was. So, ooh, this one might be good, but I'm pretty sure you know it. Oh, See, now I'm starting to filter these way too hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm worried about. I'm too sorry, it's my fault. I, I started this. Dave Z, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Final question of the game. You have to get this right in some capacity to win. For all the marbles, who was Jason's father? Oh, come on. Who was Jason's father, huh? Well? <laughs> I can't tick, fuck my credit tick, bill tick, up. Are you tick, kidding me? It's tick. Elias Voorhees. That is incorrect. I'm sorry. Mm, nope. The correct answer is Vance. Vance Voorhees. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, yeah, it is. I'm kidding, Dave. That's worth 50 points. And you're our winner just by a cunt hair over Alex Edwards. What was my wrong one again? The fucking shirt that... Oh, I don't remember. Oh, man. Throughout the game, Alex, you missed two and got one off multiple choice. Dave, you missed one and got one off multiple choice. So I say that's a pretty good track record for you guys. Well, so, yeah. So you can congrats. You guys definitely don't lose any credibility. So no, no. Dave, Both came down to the last question each week. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's fucking riveting stuff, guys. And that Elias Voorhees one, I waited about eight, nine seconds. He didn't know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he didn't know it. He was really thinking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it takes a second to search stuff on, on your phone. I knew it started with an E. <laughs> That's all I knew. Enough. All right, so Dave Z will get to choose our next installment of Rolling Through the 70s. So stay tuned, and we'll discuss that. And uh, so we'll be back to talk about uh, some Batman versus Superman. Check it out. They live by night. They hide in the dark and rise from the shadows. They can never feel the warmth of living human blood in their veins. Their bodies are cold and dead. Dracula versus Frankenstein. A doctor who serves the dead. A dead man who controls the doctor and a living creature horribly created from the mangled corpses of their victims. Dracula versus Frankenstein. His blood is cold, but his mind is keen. He cannot die, for he is already dead. His name is Dracula. Another lives, but his body belongs to the dead. The two will join forces, but only one will survive. Dracula versus Frankenstein. Oakmoor Cemetery is a cold, lifeless place to visit at night. Unless you're already dead. And your name is Dracula. Together, in one film, they meet in a fight of fright. The kings of horror battle to the death. Dracula versus Frankenstein. Alright guys, we're back with Banana Laser rolling through the 70s, and we're on 1971, this is our second installment, and we got a movie here, a cult classic, the Alex Edwards 
uh, chosen Dracula versus Frankenstein from 1971. Believe it or not, we're not talking Hammer, and we're not talking Universal, none of those classic kind of uh, monsters that you know and love. No, these are from some other company that I have no idea what the fuck it is. But uh, yeah, this is a gem of a movie, and we're going to spoil the shit out of it, but that's okay. Because this, you watch this mostly for comedy reasons, in my opinion. Uh, this is not a horror movie to be taken seriously. This is something that you sit around with your friends and fucking get fucked up and laugh at, in my opinion. It's also famous for being Lon Chaney Jr.'s last starring role, believe it or not. Yeah, the guy who infamously played the Wolfman on screen in the Universal films is in this movie, but not as the Wolfman. Uh, well, I, I oddly s- enough, in the first scene of him, he had a Wolfman mask on, and he was behind bars, just like in House of Dracula. Hey, there was a Wolfman mask. I wouldn't have guessed that either. I thought it was yeah. a devil or something. I yeah. had no idea. I thought it was just a monster mask. It was red. Well, I'm reaching here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're counting he, on you to be the fucking <laughs> the expertise yeah. of this film. The, he's <laughs> in this movie. He has no speaking lines. He plays a fucking. Uh, kind of a, a, a nimwit with like some. Igor. Yeah, but but he also this is unexplainable to me. We're just jumping right in. He like transforms somehow, and the doctor, the doctor Frankenstein that uh, you know controls him or whatever, has some serum that he gives him to keep the monster within, like very Wolfman like, but he's not a Wolfman. Right. Can you explain this at all? I have no idea what's going on with that in the movie. Yeah, the serum was confusing. What oh. what the objective was with the serum, I was hoping Alice could shed, shed some light onto that because I, I was able to follow the movie from start to finish with a few questions, but one, one major thing in the movie was the serum and this Frankenstein's or Dr. Diarrhea, whatever the fuck his name was in this movie, his goal. You know. Right. Well, there, through further confusion, he's actually labeled as a zombie in this mm. movie, believe it or not. What? And, yeah, and it, one of the inconsistencies is that DeRay's use of the, the same chemical injection alternately caused Groton to transform and prevent from transforming. And transforming, what does that even mean? Like, he didn't physically change his appearance. <clears throat> yeah, in the, in the movie, he's he's a zombie of some He just kind. let the rage out. That's when he go on his killing... Rage! Rage! <laughs> yeah. Well, how yeah. about at the end? Here's what I... Not to skip to the end as far as the, the, the plot whatsoever, but this right. is what I really noticed. There was that one scene later when... What's his name? Groton or Groton? What is Groton. it? Groton. Okay. When Groton was having that issue and, and Dr. Um, what, whatever... What's his... Diary? Frankenstein. Just call him okay, Frankenstein. Just call him Frankenstein. Okay. So Dr. Frankenstein, because he's a descendant of the original Frankenstein... There was that scene where, where, um, where when Groton was kind of bugging out, and he said, if I give you this serum, you know, he, he was reluctant to give it to him. He was giving it to him too much. But he was always disheveled at that point, like Groton was. And Frankenstein gives him the serum, and then the next time you see him, when he takes out those four people at the end, the, the biker gang and, and mm-hmm. the girl, he looks completely different. His hair looks combed. He looks like <laughs> a different person. Took a shower. Yeah, it's almost like somebody... <laughs> was fucking a junkie and they got their fix and you know at that moment when they're on the buzz or whatever have you you know they, they seem they're back to normal and that's what that's what he's seen he looked really disheveled and fucked up 
through most of the movie, like a, like a bum, if you will. And then after after he got the shot later, he you know he looked much better. So is that was that for a reason? Yeah, I think he has. I think this is like uh, a commentary on having people under control through drugs. You know, like you know how people give people heroin and they stay sex slaves and shit like that. Like like Glass House on the Left. The guy yeah. did it with his son. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what this is. I think. Hmm. So yeah, I think he gets fixes from the doctor. He needs it. The doctor gives it. He does what he says. That's how I took it. Uh, I don't know. This whole zombie like somebody said he was listed as zombie somewhere, but if you look at IMDb, he's not listed as zombie. So I don't even know. I don't know if that's true. I don't think he was really dead or anything like that. I don't think so either. No. So, yeah. But um, do you understand the objective of Frankenstein here, Alex? Well, the objective, I think, is if we read it on IMDb, because my, you know, I don't want to give just my opinion. So a girl's looking for her sister who disappeared into the hippie community of Venice, California. It turns out she's become a victim of growing an axe-wielding homicidal maniac working for Dr. DeRay, who is really the last of the Frankenstein and is now running a house of horrors at the beach performing experiments on Groen's victims. <laughs> One night, Count Dracula visits the doctor showing him the original Frankenstein creation that was buried nearby in the graveyard. The doctor revives it and uses it to take revenge on his professional rivals. Like, that's not even the plot, because the plot no. was that you scare somebody so much that a chemical gets released in their mm-hmm. blood. That chemical could then be extracted from their body, pumped into somebody who has been dead already, uh, specifically here, through decapitation, and they will come back to life. But as we saw in the movie, they come back to life and just sit in a fucking stand-up yeah, coffin and split their eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> was okay. that why this Frankenstein guy was running this fucking house of horrors hosted by a midget? To scare them, yes. To lure people <laughs> in? Or, oh, oh, to scare them? Yeah, because if he scares them, if he in turn oh. murders them, they're scared and they have I don't think he. I don't think you realize that till the end of the movie, though. It, no, don't, we don't realize it, but I'm saying... I don't think he did either. Oh. I, so, I think as he's saying, oh, this is what happened. You know, this person was killed, uh, and they saw these other people killed first, so their their senses were so heightened with fear, it made their blood, you know, do this at a molecular level, and I can use that blood to make fucking uh, whatever, an army of fucking people or something. Yeah, I still don't he, even know. <laughs> he was doing stuff before Dracula arrived. They had this traveling, well, not traveling, they had this carnival slash funhouse freak show thing, and people were coming in there, and then after the first scene, after he meets Dracula, he already has plans in motion because we see uh, Groton, Groton, whatever his name is, in the beginning of the movie. Well, the first thing we see actually is Dracula killing somebody in the graveyard. Yeah, and then, that was random. Yeah, did it, uh, back to that though. Did you, you know when I, I all I could think about is fucking uh, what's his name from Saved by the Bell in that first scene, Screech. Screech. <laughs> Don't you think he looked like Screech in that fucking opening scene? Oh, my scene? God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. I think the opening scene was Dracula digging up the Frankenstein's monster that was buried out there. Was that not it? Is that why he was there? That, oh, that, and then he ran into somebody, so he killed him. I think that's what happened. Right, right. Yeah, oh, and, so that, that – okay. That's why he was there to be He there. was – he wanted – he dug up what he says later in the movie is the actual Frankenstein's monster – from when? 30s. 
Yeah, well, no, the movie took place like when? The fucking 1700s, you know? Like, oh, he was saying that this that Frankenstein monster was before the Boris Karloff version? Well, no, he said it was the original. It was the original, and that movie took place. It didn't take place in 1930, right? It, it did. Took, it took, I don't know when the original took place. Okay, I figured... Oh, maybe it was... Or, oh, you're right! Yeah, duh, The movie right. was released in the 30s, right, but it yes. took place, right. you know, in the movie world, it took place when? The 1700s? Oh, so you're trying to say that Frankenstein lived from the 1800s <laughs> to 19... Because the 70s were clearly time-stamped here. <laughs> right, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he has the 70s fashion, the haircut. Like you said, he looks like Screech. He's got sideburns and a, and a fucking pencil-thin goatee and shit. He's well, all you know cool. who that was. That... Dracula, check this out. Here's where you're going to flip. They were supposed to, they wanted, everybody involved wanted to cast uh, John Carradine to play Dracula. Yeah. So what, okay, if you're not into classic horror. Right. Uh, in the 30s, ni- uh, 1931, Dracula was the first talking horror movie ever made. That starred Bela Lugosi. After that, they wanted to continue on making Dracula movies. Now, there's a lot of, you know, theories here but what they say is Bela Lugosi was not available to do that role because of scheduling so they hired this guy I think his name is John Carradine uh, to play Dracula he played him for House of Dracula House of Frankenstein and I think that's it I think those are the only two and uh, by the time they got to Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein it was Bela Lugosi again so Belagosi dies, you know. So then 1971 comes around, or 69, whenever they film this, they wanted to get that original guy, the, the guy who replaced Belagosi to play Dracula. But instead, because this guy financed the movie, I guess they had some talkings backstage, <laughs> whatever, he is actually, the guy who plays Dracula in this movie is a stock boy. He's a stock room keeper. What? Yep, that's who plays Dracula. Because he had something to do with the financing. Or someone he knew, somehow he hooked him up. So he wow. got the role. According to the credits, his name is Zandor Vorkov? Yeah, yeah, that was a name given to him. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, because, you know, with a name like Vorkov, he should have some kind of thick-ass accent. And he does not. He doesn't sound like he's from Transylvania or Carpathia or anything like that, where Dracula, I think, should be from. His voice echoes. That's the big thing about. Oh him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, separates him from. I movies. am Dracula from the God of the I mean, the the dialogue <laughs> in this movie. We're talking about this like it's a serious movie. Right. It is not a serious movie. Oh my yeah. god, this is a fucking. Uh, 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 this is movie is hilarious. It's so bad, it's hilarious. The guy who plays Doctor Frankenstein is hilarious. Every time he's on screen, just staring bug eyed. Delivering his lines. The dialogue in this is insane. I love well, it. Well, here's a tip. The guy who plays Frankenstein is Carol Nayash or something like that. Nayash? N-A-I-S-H? Nayash? Nayish? I don't know. Nayish? So, so check this out. The guy, the reason he looked bug-eyed and crazy when he was delivering those lines, he had one fake eye. So, And he was so messed huh. up. By the time he played this role, uh, because he had health problems, he actually was dying, sort of, at the time. So he couldn't memorize his lines anymore. So everything he said was reading off a cue card. 
The hmm. entire movie, someone was in front of him holding up signs, and since one of his eyes were fake, you can actually see one of them move back and forth to read the lines in one I six. thought that. I thought it was strange. And every time he gives dialogue, it's a close-up. It's never <laughs> It's never a two-shot. You know, it's right, always right. just on him. Yeah, because yeah. you'll see the guy holding the fucking sign if you go too far away from him. <laughs> <laughs> just read so this, we- you fucking idiot. Jesus. So wait now. In other words, this guy, you know, is the wheelchair part of the fucking plot? Or was this guy sickly and that's why he was in a chair? Because you said he was... Yeah, it's, sick. it's about stage. being sick. They just wanted him to kind of hang out. Because they were just thrilled oh. to get him. Oh, really? Yeah, he was really frail and ill, so... He just hung out, hung out, and just he just stayed in a fixed position. You know. Speaking of the wheelchair, okay, this guy—it's—it's yeah. it's revealed by Dracula later in a heavy exposition scene uh, where they first meet that uh, another rival crazy doctor put him in this wheelchair because of a fucking lab accident. Or? Yeah, Doctor Beaumont. Beaumont. Okay. Yeah. He resurrects the Frankenstein's monster. To to kill him to get revenge. This whole time in the movie, it's bouncing back and forth between that shit and this girl trying to find her sister, which is one of the victims in the first scene. The whole the movie is called Dracula versus Frankenstein, but it's crazy to me how the Dracula stuff feels like it's from a different movie. I don't know how you guys saw it, but every like Dracula was gone for like twenty minutes, and yeah. all of a sudden he was back, and it'd be like. He'd reveal some information and be like, "Oh, is that what's happening?" Because I have no idea. <laughs> even oh, well, even on the end, like all the main characters die, and then there's still like 15 minutes of the movie where Dracula and Frankenstein fight. Where the it really felt like a climax when the doctor died, Groton died, the midget, the, the midget, <laughs> the midget died. He fell in a like. I'm like, this feels like the climax. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like. There's 15 minutes left. This is... I don't get it. This movie was originally planned to be a sequel to Satan's Sadists. That was a movie about a biker gang. Those bikers reprised the role. But the thing is, after they shot a a good bunch of this, and after they they shot all this with the biker stuff, they decided that they wanted to make it the Dracula and Frankenstein (laughs) movie. (laughs) That kind of... Okay, that makes sense. Because I felt like stuff was filmed, and then they're like... You know what? Let's throw on some Dracula. I felt like the, all the Dracula stuff was added in. Right. Huh. That's crazy. <laughs> it actually was. So that, that I thought you knew that. That's what I thought you were no. saying. No. I'm trying to think. The bikers that were in the movie, they were in like two scenes. I remember when they first came up, I was like, oh, this is weird. There's bikers now. And it seems like I should know who they are, but I don't. <laughs> right. Well, you should because it was a sequel. You see? Like, for example, oh, okay. if you watch the sequel to... Satan Sadist. Anything in the world, Wayne's world, you would say, I know who Wayne and Garth are, sure. But, you know, so if you watch a sequel to Satan Sadist Part 2, you'll say, well, I know who those bikers are, sure. Huh. You know, but when you watch Dracula and Frankenstein, you're like, well, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> so, yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. A lot of their scenes were cut, and then the, most of the scenes that were kept in were unable to be cut because they tied into the, the progression of the characters too much. So they hmm. had to keep him. So <laughs> wait a minute now. That guy Rico and his fucking squad were in some other movie, Satan Sadist, <laughs> Apparently. prior to this? Yeah. I have this exhibit unattended for several reasons. I believe we all should experience life with a natural spontaneity. 
And this can only happen if there are no restraints. Do you agree? The Romans had their Circus Maximus, seating over 200,000. But their spectacles were no more bizarre than that which I can conjure up for you right here. Now, look here. Now look there. Man, it sure looks real. True, all illusions look real or they wouldn't be illusions, would they? movie's called Dracula versus Frankenstein so ultimately these guys are gonna have to fight for some fucking reason at the end of this movie but what's it gonna be that's what I was thinking as I'm watching it and know? what was it I didn't get it the funny part is this the first time it happens uh, Frankenstein pardon me Dracula has the girl Judith Fontaine the girl that is a butterface I, I have to say this but she was totally fine from the neck down uh, the face it depends it depends on the here. makeup it depends. And the opening scene, when she's doing that dance number and she's on stage with those no. two guys, she looks hot. No. It depends on the lighting and the makeup with her. You're looking at her tits. Those look good. She's hot. Yeah, her body's <laughs> fucking pretty smoking. As are most of the women in this movie. There's pretty much every woman. There's like three or four women in this movie, and they all seem pretty fuckable. But anyway, at the end of the movie, this Judith Fontaine, she, after everything's going down, she's tied up. Dracula is going to take her away and somehow do something with her to resurrect his army because the shit went wrong with Dr. Uh, Frankenstein and everything else. So apparently he was going to use her blood for something. I don't know. So he had her. Now Frankenstein comes up these stairs, and at the same time, the boyfriend-type character, I forgot his name, who's messing around with this Judith, he gets a flare out of his car. So he's coming up the stairs. He sees Frankenstein going. He scares fucking Frankenstein away with a flare. He holds a flare up to his face. I don't know where he gets a fucking flare, but whatever. He turns around. Frankenstein apparently gets blinded by it. And he turns around and he grabs it's fire. Dracula. It's fire. And he grabs Dracula and they start fighting, but unintentional. And Dracula must want him for something. Because instead of just blast... A minute after, he blasts the fucking guy with his ring. And it sets him on fire. But when he's fighting Frankenstein, he's like, no, no, what are you doing? You're in the wrong, or whatever the fuck he was saying. Then Frankenstein... When they figures it out, he carries the girl to wherever Dracula wants to take her in that cave or whatever the fuck it is. And they get there. Now, Dracula wants to kill her at the very end. She's all tied up. He wants to do something to her. I think he wants to kill her, bite her, whatever. He wants to bite her. Okay, there you, you said go. You're going to join the undead. There you go. So he wants to fucking bite her. Frankenstein apparently has a crush on this chick or doesn't want her killed because he opposes him. He kind of like puts his hands in front of her and is saying no. He's opposed to it. He doesn't want Dracula to do this. My guess is that he has a crush on her. And they start fighting. Wait, what about the look of Frankenstein? That's supposed to be the makeup. Now remember, Awful. Jack Pierce. Jack Pierce did the makeup for Boris Karloff's Frankenstein. That was world-renowned, amazing. It was it was loved. It's historic. It's iconic, that makeup. He came up with the big, long forehead, the flat-top head, the fucking bolts in the neck, the stitches and shit. Like, that is is magic then you got this fucking gnarled <laughs> piece of shit paper mache fucking yeah. man well it is hundreds of years later he's been living in the ground i'm surprised it's even there at all so you think that kind of works no it doesn't it's like it's like <laughs> taking that face and adding a bunch of bad acne scars you know and and push it out another two inches it's terrible it is terrible makeup and the one thing i did like though they gave him like gigantic 
fucking raptor claws or something. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> yeah, saw, right. That was weird. Yeah, the, yeah. Frankenstein's monster is fucking raptor claws. That so was a stupid. creature, like oh, Jamie said. Okay, I have another right. question. I was watching the credits at the end of the movie, and it says such and uh-huh. such plays the creature, and such and such plays the monster. A monster. I know that. Yeah. What are they? T- I have no idea. I watched the whole movie. I know I did. What right. the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I, I noticed that in the opening credits, by the way. Which, by the way, I loved the opening credits. We talk about opening credits. And I thought it looked cool. Opening. Yeah, you see all the graphics of the oh, characters' dude. faces, and it's the, like freeze frame. Yes. You see, you see the ring. I didn't even know Dracula had like a, a ring that shot lasers. But oh, and we'll get to that. In this movie, he does. Yeah. It's dude. It, it, the the beginning was great with the credits. It was trippy. It was colorful. The music. They were they were showing those fucking those close up scenes of these monsters. It, honestly, I hate to say it, but it kind of had like a Lords of Salem vibe to me when they were All showing. Right. Right. <laughs> Have you seen those pictures that they show sometimes? Yeah. Emotional. That's yeah, what it reminded me of. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, yeah, I could buy that. And speaking of getting something from somebody, did you notice back to Frankenstein later on when he has that scene and the cops come and he kidnaps that girl and yeah. the, the guy interferes? Honestly, you know who Frankenstein reminded me of in that scene? I know what you're gonna say Leatherface. Yes. Yes. Fucking Leatherface. He had the suit, the the suit mm-hmm. coat on, and his hair was messed up that way. Yeah. I honestly think that Tobey Hooper saw that, and he kind of based some of his Leatherface character upon that. Yeah, absolutely, because it's it's clear. But yes. uh, to answer your question, though, Matt. So getting the special billing as the creature was Shelley Weiss, who actually played Frankenstein's monster in the climactic showdown in the church that ended in in dismemberment, which we'll get to. This was the only sequence that was even shot in New York instead of Hollywood, and the casting change was was suggested by the guy who plays Dracula. And his real name is not Zandor Vorkov; it's Roger Engel. <laughs> it's it's John Smith. Hey, I'm John Smith, but for this movie, my name is Zandor. <laughs> yeah, so he, he they called Frankenstein the creature for the last scene just to give. Credit to the guy who filled in for the monster in that part. Well, it's pretty obvious that the last part of the movie is filmed somewhere else because <laughs> the look of it goes from inside and it's all oh, it's well lit. Then all of a sudden you go outside, you can't see shit. Can't and see. Th- yeah. This should be the climax. This should be the biggest part of the movie. Right. Yeah. And it has probably potentially some great gore effects and stuff like that. You can't right. see any of it. Anything. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Because That's because it had to be dark, and it was outside. It had to be dark because the sunlight was going to come up, and that right. was going to eventually, uh, you know, uh, contribute to the demise of Dracula. So they had to film it outside. But yeah, I, I felt the same way because I actually went back. I'm like, why is Frankenstein just sitting there, moving around, not doing anything? I didn't even fucking realize his arms were ripped off. I had to fucking <laughs> go back a second time and yeah. see what had happened. Yeah, it was hard to tell. And then yeah, very very hard yeah. to tell what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that ring, how about that ring? How all of a sudden why is Dracula fucking Green Lantern? Maybe he is a lantern. That explains a lot. Where all, all his powers come from and shit. Oh yeah. All of his powers are derived from this fucking ring. It's right. it's strange. And he's so powerful with it. You know, they show that scene later, like what I said before, when he does the zap on the fucking boyfriend character <laughs> and sets him on fire. Yeah. It looks cheesy as fuck when the thing Oh, out it's so of- cheesy because anytime he shoots out of this, it's clearly a freeze frame on him, and then it's some <laughs> drawn animation of wavy yes. lines. It's that, I mean, if you're into fucking cheeseball shit, this oh, yes. is it. And then a second later, it's just a pile of something on fire. <laughs> is right. that a person? Yeah, I don't know. Right in front of his chick, he did that. He didn't even give a shit. Instantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking smoke you, dude. 
I think it's great. I enjoy the hell out of shit like that in this movie and the atmosphere of it. And let's get to uh, the fact that they took Dracula's dialogue and they post-converted it and added an echo effect, which Matt kind of touched upon earlier. If this was John Carradine, if he was cast for this movie, his voice is so powerful and, and it just sucks you in so well. It's incredible. Just watch any of John Carradine as Dracula. His voice is, is, is unbelievable. It's really amazing. And you wouldn't need anything. On this guy's voice, but when you take a stock keep, cast Sandor. Any dialogue with him, with the doctor in it, is just—it's laughable. That the whole the whole first meeting where they meet, I I would say just watch that scene, and if you don't like it beyond that scene, then you won't like the movie because that whole scene <laughs> is recalculus. It's nuts. Yeah. It, and it's funny because at first when Dracula's talking to him. I'm watching the movie and I'm seeing, and his voice is obviously echoing. And I'm watching yeah. this and I'm like, how the fuck does this doctor not realize something's wrong? But then, well, he does reveal. He goes, I know that you're Count Dracula. I see the ring. I see that. So that they explain that away. But at first, I'm thinking he's carrying on this conversation like it's a normal fucking Joe Blow. Yeah. It, hey, you know? nice cape, man. Right. And then it, me, <laughs> looking a little pale. Can I make you a sandwich? <laughs> he looked like a porn star. If there was a porno with Dracula in it, they, they could have put this guy in that role. It's almost like John Holmes in a fucking you know <laughs> Johnny seven, Wad. Right, the seventies <laughs> porn. You know, Dracula versus Frankenstein. <laughs> you know, they fuck some crazy broads. They could have made this movie with the girls in this because there was a couple scenes I'm watching this movie and the clothes they put these girls in. You're just waiting to see oh. their tits pop out and get the, fucked by somebody. The main girl, Judith, who we right. haven't have barely talked about. It, the whole time she's just looking for her sister, she ends up finding some random guy falling in love with him or whatever. But anyways, anytime <laughs> she's on screen looking down, I mean, th- right. those puppies are just waiting to burst out of there. It's crazy. Oh, it's a, it's <laughs> there, there's, there's two reasons she got hired for the role. <laughs> it's not her acting. The left that. one and the right one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Your mind and surgeon skill were meant to fulfill the Frankenstein dream and to infuse life into that artificially created man, likes of which civilization will never forget. Do not escape your destiny. I cannot escape mine. What you say is very true. Very true. If only I had a way to get the power I should have. I'd show those fools out there who think of me only as a carnival freak. And, and get your revenge on Doctors Beaumont, Stedman, and Markey, who ruined your career and caused the accidental fire which crippled you as you are now. Yes, yes. Yes, it's all clear now. They were the ones. But what does this mean to you? I have in my possession the remains of the original Frankenstein monster, put to rest in Oakmore Cemetery by one of a group of scientists whose experiments with the monster were cut short by an epidemic which plagued this area many, many years ago. The only remaining scientist had secretly buried the monster, hoping to resume his experiments at a later date. He also was the man who discredited you for fear that you had knowledge of his work with the monster, Dr. Beaumont. Beaumont. 
When Groton returns, he will be... Relax, Doctor. I will give you orders and you will follow them. You don't frighten me. I live beyond fear. when she first goes in that bar in that fucking scene which was great she goes in that bar she's looking for her sister they're playing that funky ass fucking 70s that was like music. a thing from laughing or something dude <laughs> it was awesome yeah so that's part of the charm of the movie they're showing people dancing and shit and there's music playing and they're dancing around it's so fucking funny then this chick sits down this Judith Fontaine and she wants to get a drink and for some reason this guy Goes over to this Rico cat. We don't know who he is until later, but he says, give her these. And he gives her these fucking pills. And then they put pills in a drink. And I'm like, why the fuck are they doing this to this chick? And then they give her the drink. She drinks the drink. She's fucking tripping. She's walking yeah, instantly. Roofing her. Instantly. Yes. She's fucking... Yeah. yeah, and that's why she hooked up with that guy, because he saw her struggling. And apparently we're supposed to believe that he took her back to his place and didn't fuck her. You know. Oh, no, yeah, he, he right. fucked her, yeah. <laughs> and then she woke up, and she's like, where am I? What's happening? And he said, okay, well, you were having a tough time in that bar. But as I'm watching the scene, I'm like, why the fuck did they do that to her? And then it comes out later, they go, oh, yeah, well, apparently Rico thought you were a cop. Yeah, that so seems they- that seems added on, just like the Dracula <laughs> thing was that. Oh, yeah, they, we had to include this scene just because that's how you meet this douchebag. <laughs> also, in that scene, I, I wrote down here because it's so funny. Somewhere on the wall, it's it's written real big, society sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all like above that. And I'm pretty yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're anti-establishment. And I'm pretty sure behind the main character on the wall, it says pot really big. I couldn't. <laughs> I saw that. Pot. <laughs> I yep. think it said pot. Like, P-O-T. Yes, yeah, I saw exactly. That. Oh, man. <laughs> Weed, awesome. which surprisingly there wasn't any in this movie. It, it, I'm surprised it didn't happen at least once. You're right. Mm. I hear you. But it was it was pretty much implied in a lot of scenes. And obviously there were the, the boyfriend of the one, the girl, when they go in the beginning and they go in the funhouse type thing, whatever the fuck that that uh, Dr. Diray fucking runs. And they oh, we're going to protest something tonight. What is it going to be? Oh, I don't know, but it should be fun. I'm just that's, against everything. Yeah, that's like <laughs> the theme of the movie with these two people is that they're fucking, you know, they're protesting and they, it's a, a sign of the times. And then later on when they... They're on the beach and they're talking about some, oh, there was a murder last night with these two people. And the guy's like, oh, man, that's a bummer. Yeah. It was great. Because mm-hmm. whoever honestly would have thought that in 1971, we would be watching a movie about fucking Dracula and Frankenstein. <laughs> it, yeah. But it but it fits. It fits the time because they made it modern with the fucking, with the modern people and the, you know, the hippies and the bikers and everything else. And something about it just works. Is but, there a Hammer movie? That took place in the 70s called, like, Dracula 1970 A.D. or something like that? There, there is a Dracula something A.D. In Where it. hippies resurrect Dracula or some yeah. bullshit? Yeah, okay. Oh, so they kind of probably took the idea off of this movie and mm. just ran with it. I don't I think don't this movie was successful, but it probably made its rounds at the driving circuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is driving schlock. You know? Oh yeah, the dialogue. I was talking about the dialogue, but it's so bad in some scenes, especially with uh, Judas' boyfriend that she meets later. It's like there's times when he stops mid sentence, and you can see in his face he's like, "What's my line?" Oh yeah, and then he backs up like two words, and then starts <laughs> over again. He does really? that at least twice. Yeah. What? Yeah, I was like, "Wow, this shit." They didn't even do multiple takes. They're like, "Just keep going." 
Just go. How about that beach scene? To me, that beach scene is fucking epic. It go. It, it's right up there with the fucking. It's right up there with the hot tub scene in fucking Madman. It's so fucking cheesy. They're walking down the beach and there's seagulls all over and they're playing this this happy music. It's only you and me. Oh, it's fucking tremendous. And they actually show this seagull and they focus on a fucking this the solo seagull and then he flies <laughs> off like it's supposed to be a beautiful bird it's a fucking seagull it's a flying rat oh it was yeah, so... a piece of shit with wings right oh it's so fucking funny it symbolizes their budding romance you know yeah yeah you fucked me last night when i was passed out and now i'm in <laughs> love with you now how about this what were you thinking 10 minutes in when a fucking midget shows up on the <laughs> hey he's in the right place a fucking carnival i get it <laughs> it makes sense He's there to draw a crowd. That Not makes a sense. leprechaun. He's a fucking <laughs> carnival freak. Yeah, that what? whole setup had me bugging. With that midget there trying to lure people in to this thing that apparently nobody goes to. <laughs> yeah, right? We visited like four times in the movie and no nobody's there. Yeah. And here's the thing. When they first went in, just the two of them. They went in, and it looked like a lot of work for a presentation. Like, you wonder, <laughs> they do this for every fucking one or two people that walk in here? Like, this guy ro- rolls out in the wheelchair and gives them the whole speech of this and that. <clears throat> this doesn't happen on a recording. And no. then later on in the movie, <laughs> it, it does. does happen on a recording. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And then he comes out anyway. <laughs> yeah, what was with that? Yeah. <laughs> they charge 50 cents. Yeah, right. The guy pays a dollar for two of them. 50 cents. I know this is 1970 or 71 or whatever, but come on. Oh, dude. That's a lot of money. That guy was pissed off on the beach. Remember he was laying there hanging out with his girl before they go to the thing? He's like, oh, man. He goes, I blew a dollar on gas to get here, he told her. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I guess so. Fuck. Yeah, man. On gas. And then how about another thing of comedy that's totally unintentional, I'm sure, by the filmmakers but uh, that guy in the scene that you're talking about, uh, the first couple that goes through the House of Horrors or whatever you want to call it, he, he comes back. I want to talk about his outfit because he comes back a couple <laughs> scenes later, yes. same outfit. It's days later, right? <laughs> same <laughs> outfit. Yeah. He's back later in the movie. Same outfit. They put a poncho over him. Yes, they did at the end. Yeah, yeah. Still got the same pants. I'm like, take really? a shower, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they, they filmed all his scenes in one day or something. And, well, I, I doubt they had that kind of planning. They probably weren't that organized. Well, check much. this out. It, the movie was such a disaster because of hmm, budget really? and <laughs> budget and script changes that they actually shot all the Lon Chaney and uh, Dr. Frankenstein wheelchair guy scenes in 1968 and then shot the rest in 70. Like, that's how crazy it was. Yeah, see, I wonder if this, what did this biker movie have in it now? Because did it have the Dr. Frankenstein character in it? I know it didn't have the Dracula shit in it. No, because they had no, there was no ties at all to Dr. Frankenstein. The girls were involved. I mean, the one girl for sure that went in with the guy in the beginning that, you know, the guy you were just talking about, Mm -hmm. man, that they put the poncho on later. She was directly involved. She used to date this guy, Rico. Apparently, because uh, they have that one scene. Remember, he goes, "How long are you gonna hang out with these squares for?" He was talking about the hippies. He's like, "Why don't you come back and fucking you know join us?" And then later on, we get to the scene where you know the four of them fucking are attempting to rape her, and then then it, then it eventually leads to that. But I'm trying to see what they could build the movie around. As far as the blonde chick, 
I don't think she was tied into the bikers at all. Hmm. Maybe because the one chick was missing her sister, but if they were going to tie that to it. How funny was that one, though, when the guy said, he goes, oh, she was a, she was attracted to freaks. Remember he was saying that? fucking. That's why she kept going up to the fucking funhouse, you know, <laughs> one eye or two heads. She was all into that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? The opposite of Dave. Right. <laughs> they talked about the freak thing. Not into that. They talked about the midget thing. Or they didn't talk about the midget. This guy was all over the fucking place. That guy had plans, that midget. As, as you saw later on when he when he said fucking, oh, I'm just a little man of no use to anyone, he said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, at least know your place, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now get out of here. <laughs> had Dracula and Frankenstein succeeded, he would have gone on to great things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when the guy came in, he was harassing him. You know, there was a fight. He goes, I'm not going to let you in there. You don't have any money. He's like, you think you're a big man? He goes, I'm not going to be this size forever. And then a minute later, the chick comes, his girl, Judith, and he says, come on in. He's like, and that's when he says that line. I'm just a little man. Come on in. Then the midget gets a totally redeemable death by falling on an axe. <laughs> like, some, nobody even killed him. He what just was the point of fell dog? down the trap and then fell. Oh, yeah, the dog was like the fucking... What's his name's friend or some shit? I don't know. Yeah, yeah that was weird. Well, here, yeah. no, here's the weird reason for that. Lon Chaney Jr. is a huge dog lover. He used to have this dog. Oh. I should know its name, but I don't. And that dog was used in, I think, The Wolfman and uh, Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. It's in both movies, and him and that dog were like best buddies. They, there's pictures. You could type in Wolfman and dog, and there's a picture of Lon Chaney Jr. in the Wolfman costume. Uh, laying on the dog as if it's a pillow and they're like just laying together like it's a classic picture and so he's oh. big into dogs so I guess that, that was just implemented you know hmm. they just use that kind of thing wow well, it did have to do with the guy's death because the dog in the cage fell first am I right, right? but what did that represent though what did it represent? <laughs> Let's really dive deep you know it represented the midget noticing it and then fucking getting distracted and that's why he fell right uh, when are you the... falling anyway I don't know it all happened so quick, I, I can't recall. There was too much action going on at that time for me to be able to, <laughs> to keep that. I remember stairs came up, wooden stairs, and mm-hmm. there was yeah. a tussle, and then next thing I know, the midget fell, and the dog the dog fell, the midget fell. Yeah, I guess so. You know what? Speaking of that dog, did you guys think during certain points of that movie that that dog was a stuffed animal? Like the cat from Holliston or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked fake to me. The only time it looked real was like at certain scenes when it was down, like any time Cheney was holding it, it looked like a fucking uh, a stuffed animal to me. It didn't do anything. <laughs> okay, I don't want to s- say this because I love the guy, but uh, I mentioned in the you know skeleton crew thing, the Lon Cheney Junior Hour show. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I think it was show sixty nine or seventy or seventy one, one of those. That um, Lon Cheney Junior was a, a big alcoholic, like crazy things that you don't can't even imagine. And he used to tell the director straight up, even in his prime, during the Wolfman stuff, he used to tell him that, uh, get me before 10 a.m. Because anything after that, I can't guarantee anything. Wow. So that's why he looks so fucked up in this movie. He, His body, his face, his brain is just ravaged or whatever with, with alcohol abuse like for years. Hmm. He was just fucked up. He probably wasn't much smarter at that point than the role... <laughs> yeah, like it was probably they probably said the guy can't give us anything, so he could stand there and swing an axe and so just fuck. like put his hands to his face. Yeah, yeah, and act, yeah. Like, oh, like give some reaction. I mean, anybody could do that, even drunk. So yeah, I think 
he pretty much uh, his last role in his life was pretty much all he was suited for at that point. So it, it's a shame. And I just think it was a huge misstep to not have him be a Wolfman, don't you think? I mean, right? Dracula versus Frank. He could have. They could have easily done that. I guess maybe it was a makeup issue or something, but that was a misstep to me. They probably didn't want to pay him because he never spoke, so they probably paid him fucking shit. Yeah. Him no, he didn't have to speak. He didn't have to speak to be a wolfman. He could have just um, been the retard and changed into wolfman. But <laughs> you're right, because he did a lot of damage. Because if you look at the movie, those were some good scenes. He was fucking wrecking shit with that axe throughout from the opening scene to the fucking close to the end. Anybody yep. that got murdered for the most part, it was really groaning. He was the guy doing it. He right. was fucking swinging that fucking that, that two-headed Battle axe. axe. Was mm-hmm. kicking ass with that fucking thing. So, yeah, I guess if he could do that, he could have been the wolf, man. Maybe he didn't want to be bothered with the makeup. Sit in a chair for fucking hours. The opening kills that he's uh, growing, Lon Chaney Jr. swings that axe at, at, the, at the girl in the beginning, and her head just falls off and lands <laughs> in the sand. And, and uh, th- that was cool. I mean, cool, but obviously ridiculous. And right as soon as you see that, you know where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. I see. And then all of a sudden your guard drops and it's like, am I along for the ride or not? And that's the choice you got to make. So, but here's the thing. Then you got kills where like, for example, Dr. Groot, Booten or uh, Dr. Beaumont, Beaumont, Beaumont. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden Dracula's in his car fucking riding shotgun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then he gets out and he says, get out of the car knowing there's a gigantic monster. Now, if you have the choice of going to a guy who will probably rip me to pieces or just some, like, you know, elegant-looking guy in a cape who just appeared in my car, I'll, I'll just sit in the car and say, well, what are you going to do if I don't leave? <laughs> you know? But the thing is, so he gets out, and you expect a great kill in 1971, and the, doc, uh, the Frankenstein monster hugs the guy and kills him. <laughs> <laughs> he hugs him to death. I love you. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that was kind of that was unfortunately lame. But you know what I'm thinking? If a guy all of a sudden appears in your car and he's riding shotgun, you you I would probably fear him more than some fucking lumbering thing, just because of the supernatural element. You know, right. not that anything makes much sense in this movie. You know, how about a comet? Frankenstein, they didn't play up on it much at all. But all of a sudden they said, "What comet. was that? Yeah, oh, that oh. resurrected the beast." There's the comet. You know what that means? No, I don't know what that fucking means, but apparently it has something to do with this monster coming back. Electricity apparently. Yeah, that's just how fucking cheesy this shit is. uh, We need a reason for him to be alive. Uh, uh, Have him look out the window. We'll add some shitty graphic later in post. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what else I was thinking? Fucking, I also think that Dracula, as the movie wore on and you see him at different angles, I know you guys may or may not agree. You know who he looked like to me? You guys know Christine, fucking, you know, John Carpenter's Christine. Yeah. I know, oh. the main guy. The guy yeah, the main. Uh, uh, yeah, Arnie. Mm-hmm. Arnie Cuntingham. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think this guy could have been Arnie Cuntingham. <laughs> 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 he really looks like him. What does this lunch sack say? It doesn't say Arnie Cuntingham. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. It yeah. is. It is awesome. <laughs> How about the, the, the one Captain Obvious moment when um, the. The two guys and the the sister with the tits are looking for her sister. They go back in the funhouse. They show the guy in the wheelchair a picture of the sister. Fucking Captain Obvious. He makes that reaction. He goes, nope, I don't know her. It's like, dude. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, they know. Um, <laughs> nope. Haven't seen her. 
exactly. He made a face like, oh, shit. They found, they're looking for the one we have. Uh, oh, yeah. That, so stupid. It was funny. It's a fun It's a fun movie. I watched it alone, and I wish I hadn't. You know, I, it's the kind of movie that I wish I would have, you know, took in with friends. Yeah, I watched it at 9 a.m. this morning, and it took me a while <laughs> to get adjusted. All right, I'm sipping my coffee. I put this on. I like the, <laughs> the intro with the credits and the graphics. I'm like, all right, uh-huh. this is like some classic Hammer kind of shit. And then the movie starts, and the, the first couple of scenes, I'm like, okay, this is something totally different. I, I think I paused it around 30 minutes. was like, okay. This is the movie you're watching. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, you know, you can't take it seriously. Alex whatsoever. won the contest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I invited him. You know, he, I asked him to be on the show, so we have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> In retrospect, I'm glad, though. I'm glad we watched this movie. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I'm glad that other people are going to hopefully listen to the show and, and maybe seek go it. out and seek it out. Yes. Because we could have talked about our Geno or Bayer Blood or something instead, but you know what? Honestly, I'm, I'm glad. I'm 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 better for have watching this movie. I want to watch <laughs> it again with friends. Yeah. In the, right at, in the right atmosphere, sucking down a few beers, what have you? You know what I mean? It, it, it's fun. It really is. I would love Scream Factory to pick this up and put it on a high def Blu-ray, man. They right? need this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. If only. Well, Nick. when oh, yeah. I watched this originally, okay, here's the reason I, you know, people might be wondering, why the fuck would you even pick this? Uh, this is Lon Chaney Jr.'s last movie ever, okay? So when I, you know, I went on, I'm, I don't know, 2000 or whatever, I went on IMDb and I said, you know, Lon Chaney Jr. is my favorite classic universal actor. And I wanted to, you know, just sift through, see what he, what he did in his life. And I saw his last movie was fucking Dracula vs. Freddy. It sounds amazing. <laughs> right. It sounds like the ultimate monster movie. I mean, come right. on. Right. And it's like, well, shit, 1970. Fuck, what the fuck could this possibly be about? Like, what happened in this movie? So <laughs> I, I bought it blind. You know, back in those days, there wasn't uh, torrents and shit like that. Or uh, Hulu or whatever the fuck. And then people didn't upload. You weren't really allowed to upload movies to like YouTube like you can. To, I don't know. It's just, it was just different times. So I bought it and I have the DVD. And I watched it and I was like, wow, that was stupid, man. Like Dracula sucks. And this and that. And the monster looks ridiculous. It looks like, a, like a, the last shit I took and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it was just like I hated it. And... I told you guys I watched it a second time, and I'm actually wondering if that's even true. I don't remember <laughs> actually giving this another shot. I pretty much wrote it off. And then this, so I go to watch it years later, probably eight years later, yes, you know, yesterday or whatever. And uh, I, I had like four, three or four beers when I started. And then by the time I watched the whole thing, I was just bombed out of my mind. And I got to tell you, <laughs> the same as Dave. I enjoyed it. Isn't that I, I zoned in to the nuttiness of whatever this is, and I was like, <laughs> okay, it it fought, you know, it, it kept moving. It yeah, there's not I, too many dull moments. No, there really isn't. It, it it does move at a good pace. Even the dialogue that's ridiculous, it's funny to watch it because because the dialogue is ridiculous. So there's always something to check out when you're when you're watching it. it it's fun to watch. It really is. If you can take that type of humor, it's not for everybody, but. Damn, I've said it before. Like, about you know, I've mentioned Troll Two a couple of times. I don't see the fascination in that. When I watch that, I don't laugh. I don't get into it. This movie, I, I I get into it. I have fun with it. I really do. And you know, I'm glad we did it. It's fucking, it's good stuff. 
What do you think of my little hideaway? Oh, Mike, it's beautiful. It's hard to believe there's so much trouble in the world when you're sitting here listening to the sound of the ocean. And being here with someone so nice. Well, it's about time you admitted it. I just haven't wanted to get involved. So many things I have to do. You're right. We don't want to get involved, do we? Just be good friends, right? How about how quick what's his name got killed? Fucking the, the doctor. It was like <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden you just see him in yeah. a wheelchair go into that thing for like three seconds and he gets beheaded. Like it was such an anticlimactic death. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, it was also hilarious when the doctor died and it's just one of those funny things from a bad movie when you got like a dummy getting its head cut off, then smash cut to the guy's head like obviously <laughs> You know, under some kind of makeup, and he's looking all dead and shit like that. <laughs> that shit is fucking comic gold right there. I love it. Yes. It's just it's just one of those stupid elements that make movies like this worth worthwhile. And the final shit with Dracula, that was comic gold. Everything that happened from that fight when they were in the fucking fields or whatever. You know? I just wish you could see it. You couldn't yes. see it. No, right. you can't see it, and you know that's why they're doing it. Because you see them, they're out there, they're doing that shit, and unfortunately the movie suffered for that part. But you know what they're going for. You see the sun starting to rise slowly, and then it happens, and then ultimately, you know, he he, he takes him, he even says it, I'm going to take you apart piece by piece, the way fucking Dr. Frankenstein puts you together. And he rips off his fucking arm, and his other arm, and his fucking head. Now he leaves, he walks away. And this fucking guy, you would think that when a, a, a vampire is in the sunlight, that he's immediately going to fucking burn. No, it doesn't work that way. He nope, goes, he stumbles, right? Yeah, he's like, I got to reach my coffin. And he gets back there, and then he lays on the ground, and you still don't see it. And then you can clearly see that he has all this white fucking clown fucking oh, yeah. face. You okay. know what? I'm going to tell you this, though. I think that was a great effect. I thought oh. it was really good. Ultimately, the ending part when he died and he turned, he started looking. Yeah, old. I thought it was yes. great. It, I agree, it was great. It was very good fucking makeup. How yeah. they made him look like an old man, and eventually yep. they turned him into a skeleton. Yes, ultimately the, the, his final demise was great, but it was ridiculous that it took that long for him to to die. <laughs> he would have died immediately with the sun. And here, the funny part is this: it officially happens when you hear a fucking rooster crow. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh well, the sun's up now. Bruce is going. And then, and then all of a sudden, he's a skeleton. He's just yep. a white skeleton. <laughs> you know, he looks like a cartoon character getting electrocuted or something at that point. In the old Universal movies, if you guys, I don't know if you're very familiar, but when Dracula hit the sunlight, then it would just be a fade out, and it would just be fade to bone. Mm. Like they would remain mm-hmm. in the same exact position. I guess the the prop people would set the bones in the exact position Dracula was in, and it would just turn to bone. Like it would just be a fade. Well, what do you guys think of Lon Chaney Jr.'s death? I mean, you know, it's his last scene ever. Uh, he's he's chasing the chick on top of the roof. A cop randomly just like looks up and starts shooting his gun. He shoots him. There's no effect whatsoever of blood or anything mm. at all. 
Uh, and then he just holds his chest and falls off the roof. And, and, they, just and then they throw him. a dummy off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they yeah, this, it was uneventful. This whole over. movie is is saddening that it's his last movie, just because he's such an iconic right. actor, and for this to be his swan song is is terrible. I mean, it, we're we're making well, fun of this movie. It's fun. It's funny, but uh, yeah, they could have had any jabroni in this fucking role, <laughs> and they got a, a guy like him to do it. So. Amazing. But he did wreck shit. Like I said, almost all the killing was done by that man swinging that axe. Mm-hmm. So. It's not so pathetic. At least he did that. And now he could have gone out on some other movie that nobody gives a shit about and you'll never hear about. At least this movie. Now, I don't know uh, if it's a cult classic. It is now. It it should be. (laughs) Now that we've watched it. Yes. We're we're turning (laughs) the world onto it. Yes. (laughs) But it should be. It's just one of those things. Um, Hopefully there's a lot of people that get, get humor out of it and get joy out of it. Granted, it's not, you know, what probably the guy was going for in his career, but at least he didn't go out silently. It could have been worse. He could have just gone on some other movie that nobody would ever see or give a fuck about. I'm curious now. I'm, I'm thrilled about everything you're saying. And I'm not even, I'm not like a huge advocate. I'm not even trying to say that this is my favorite movie. But no, of course not. But I enjoyed it way more knowing the student like i bet you matt would love this second watch and not even right away mm-hmm. i think it would take him six months and then he watch it let's just say he watched it for halloween you know right. the last week of october and he puts it on i think he'll enjoy it a lot more now because only from my experience you know i'm, I'm big on the second watch thing ever since evil dead mm-hmm. and this really really is a, a huge example because i thought this was the most retarded movie in the world and i picked it as a goof but um, I actually ended up liking the ridiculousness and the, the schlock of it. You know, just like you did instantly. If Scream Factory picked this up and remastered it, high definition, widescreen, blah, 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 5.1, would you, would you buy this for $17? Yes. Yes, I would. All right. Yeah. Sign me up. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Matt, would you buy it? See, Matt doesn't know yet because he only watched it once. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. See, I was perfect. I watched 40 minutes last night, 45 minutes, and I, I found myself getting tired. And it was right on that, that beach scene that I was laughing at before, which I thought was so iconic. <laughs> and they're having this walk. Fly away, thing. little seagull. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Away. And I was having fun. But I, I noticed I was getting too tired for it. I had been up all day. It was my birthday. I was on the go all day. I found myself getting tired. I said, you know what? I want to give this movie the proper attention. I don't want to wa- I don't want to fucking soldier through the last 40 minutes exhausted like this. So I, I stopped it halfway through, went to bed, and then I, and then I finished it before shortly before we started recording. And I'm glad I did because I was alert and awake again, and I enjoyed it. So it worked out for me. I had a good time watching it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Alex, you're big on the Universal shit. Now, this is 1971, and I'm not that familiar with these kind of movies, with Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, that that kind of thing. But has there ever been like a Dracula versus Frankenstein kind of – there's never been an official movie, right? And Uh, isn't this crazy to be like the movie with that title? Right. Yeah, they they capitalized. You know, it wasn't even supposed to be that. Actually, had a different title going in even, um, and they just called it that just to get the attention. monster party. Or wait, yeah. no, that is a movie, Mad Monster Party. Yeah. Um, no, the only thing you've ever had is you've had mashup movies. Yeah. They were called the Monster Rallies. 
uh, back oh. then. And it's when you had all three killers, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, in the same movie. You had them in House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, and Abbott Abbott Costello. Costello. Yeah, okay, I knew that yep. one. Okay, but there's never been one called this, which never. I just feel like they, yeah, they were missing the boat on that. The closest was Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Hmm. Where they just okay. met each other, go, hey, how you doing? How you hey. doing? Good. Hey, all right, yeah, man. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and then they walked away. <laughs> 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 no, they had a big battle and, and ended in a big battle. <laughs> hey, you like coffee? Let's get some coffee. <laughs> they met each other. <laughs> uh, they Where'd said, hey, you want to join my 50 groups? <laughs> <laughs> Montgomery! Dr. Frankenstein, scientific skill has not failed us. We will make the monster walk was born with the electrical fury of the heavens when the Zorna plummet passed over the earth. Tonight, 11.29, Comet returns, completing the monster's first life cycle. Soon he will be born again. We must work quickly. Uh, yeah, I think we all had a unique experience watching this movie. Uh, what would you guys say, in wrapping it up here, would would you rate this movie then? Uh, Alex, True. you go first, buddy. You know, it's a staple in the Skeleton Crew to give a technical and Netflix rating because just because you enjoy something does not mean it's technically good and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. Um, so it's very important to give both so people don't think you're nuts. Okay, let's do that. Okay, well... We, we've stolen everything else from the Skeleton Crew, <laughs> even one of the hosts. Let's do that, too. Hey, as long as you don't have a Mr. Skin Minute coming up, then I'm fine. Hey, don't oh, worry okay. about it. That will never, <laughs> ever grace this this uh, fine show. Oh, okay. Uh, I can trust you then. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. First time, I did not like this at all. I would say two out of five. Never even thought of watching it again. As a goof, I picked it for this, and the rest is history. I was drunk. And I felt you need to be in another state of mind. Seriously, I'm not even joking. It's normally a joke. You really do. I think if you're into drugs, do them when you watch this. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a drinker, drink before you watch this. Whatever you're into. If you don't do either one, just keep spinning around in your apartment or house and then sit down and watch it. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you can do to alter your mind at that point. But stay up late. But uh, in that state of mind, I must say I, I dug it. I, I cannot lie. I was into it. I would say three point five. Like almost, I, I almost really liked it. I'll go next. So yeah, like I said, I watched this in the morning, and uh, at first uh, it was kind of tough. Like I said, I stopped after thirty minutes and took a small break and went and did something else, made a sandwich or something, and came back. <laughs> uh, I would say after that, after that first thirty minutes, I would give it a two out of five. I didn't like it. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is fucking stupid. This doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, it's all dumb. But, you know, once I came back and I was kind of more used to the idea. I wasn't intoxicated in any way, but I was more used to the idea, more susceptible to it. So at the end of that, I would bump it up to a three. I'd say I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Now, I really want to watch this with friends in an atmosphere where we're drinking, partying, stuff like <laughs> and just have it on. Because that would be some funny shit right there. Right. Everybody just making fun of it and shit like that. And actually, you know what would be great? Like a midnight movie theater experience where they serve alcohol or something like that. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, with the big yeah. with the theater. This is prime shit for that. For a midnight <laughs> movie. Definitely. So I say peel it back, three out of five. 
it's worth your time if you're in a schlock and a good buzz. Cool. Nice, nice. Yeah. I pretty much echo your guys' thoughts. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. And like I said earlier, I wish I had other people to watch it with when I watched it. What doing it alone isn't the same thing, but I, it's one of those things that you know if you're with a group of friends and you all share a certain sense of humor and you catch a buzz of any type, you want to have a little bit of fun and not, not watch a serious horror movie. Just fucking have some fun with it and laugh at it, laugh with it and everything else. Fucking throw it on and you really should see it. This movie should not go unnoticed. And I hope we draw some attention to it. You know, I hope some people listen to it and word of mouth, it spreads a little bit in, in our community. But yeah, I, I would go along with what Alex said and, and say 3.5. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad we watched it. I'm glad you won the fucking trivia contest, <laughs> however it happened. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it really worked out for the best. And I hope the listeners appreciate it as well, you know. But yeah, three and a half, it, it's a lot of fun. Fucking, but like we all said, Catch a buzz. Fucking Catch a buzz. Yes. Have some fun with the movie. Whether it's intentional or not, it's fun. <laughs> I, I would bump this movie up probably an, an entire another point if it had boobs in it. I mean, there's like a, the, the one you, shot. Yeah, one right. shot. No, it needed like the main girl needed yeah, her that's top what you off. Want. Yeah. Now they exactly. all should have gotten naked and got fucked by Frankenstein or Dracula. <laughs> yeah, the dude, Doctor Doctor Frankenstein <laughs> in the wheelchair. Yeah, in the wheelchair. Yes, they should have ridden him. Yes. Yeah, there's an think? extra thirty minutes at the end of the movie. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, what do you think Frankenstein's penis smells like? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> That's how I get listening? chicks to go down on me. You know, I was like, "Hey, will you smell my dick real quick? It smells kind of funny." <laughs> hey, while you're down there, <laughs> yeah, hey, just hold him down there. <laughs> it works every time. Oh, All right, so uh, yeah, that was Dracula versus Frankenstein rolling through the seventies, nineteen seventy-one. It's probably only going to get worse from here. We're going to roll downhill. That's how shit goes, guys. So get ready no, for that. No, no, seventy just get better and what? better. This is no. the one decade that gets better and better. That is true. Yeah. Yes, it really mm-hmm. does. Wait till we get to nineteen seventy-eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, done that. Been there, done that. We're done. <laughs> Dracula versus Frankenstein 2. The Return. Uh... I'm Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com, and in honor of our 15th anniversary, we've been counting down the top 150 greatest nude scenes of all time. Now I'm popping a cork to the final three. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Gripping and posing at number three, it's Angelina Jolie and Gia. In her 1998 breakout role as a lesbian supermodel, Angie broke out of her clothes and ponied up amazing, well-lit TNA. The ex-Miss Billy Bob will definitely make your willy throb. At number two, it's Halle Berry's sensational sex scene from 2001's Monsters Ball. Hallie will give you a pair of monster balls yourself when you see the scene that won her an Oscar and led her to bigger and better things. Glory, glory, Hallie Booba. And my number one nude scene of all time is Scarlett Johansson in the sci-fi thriller Under the Skin. ScarJo made her nude debut count, showing all-natural butt, bush, and bouncy boobs at the height of her career. It's not what's under the skin that matters, it's what's under the clothes. MrSkin.com Fast-forwarding to the good parts.
Habib Z won the trivia contest, and he's oh. going to choose the film from 1972. So stay tuned for that. Who knows what that will be? It's probably going to be some Italian shit. No, I'm kidding, Dave. Oh, or <laughs> too bad J Horror wasn't big in the 70s. You probably choose something. <laughs> I already know. I already know what I'm picking. I'll tell you right now. You son of a bitch. Look at now. And you guys, what? We can probably we can probably guess it. Yeah. I bet you can't. I bet you guys can look right now on Wikipedia and just looking at the titles cannot guess what the fuck I'm gonna pick. I am. What is this a Go home video you're gonna make us watch? Because nope, that doesn't yeah, count. It's my, it's my birth, 1972. Go the down the list of the right wolf, now. Man. Look at it, and I, I, I I'll give you each a guess, and I say you won't get it. Okay. Yes, hmm. I, I do not. And I'll even go a step further. It's not going to be Last House on the Left. You We're son not, of a bitch. Why is there Tales from the Crypt here? The movie Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt. It's a the movie. movie was 1972? Yeah, dude. I never. Yeah. I thought it was with Corey Feldman. No, different movie. This is a different movie altogether. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of a Tales from the Crypt presents yeah. something. Yeah. Like Demon Knight or like whatever. Bordello of Blood. Yeah. yeah. Right. Bordello of Blood. Right. 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 What if I just read every one of these on this list? One of them's got to <laughs> be it, right? Get one guess. Oh, so you, I'll give you son of a guess. bitch! It's not going to be Last House on the Left. Oh, just... look at this, Dracula against Frankenstein. Get out of here! Yeah, ha- Howard Vernon, Dennis Price, and Fernando Billapa. I'm actually seriously thinking of finding all these movies. That reference the classic people. If they're as bad slash good as as this, then yeah, why not? Have you watched the Hammer movies or no? I'm not a fan of the Dracula Hammer. Believe it or not, this is a weird thing to say. I'm not a fan of Peter Cushing as Dracula. Okay. And all his movies. Uh, Is that Peter Cushing? And who's the other guy? Christopher Lee. Christopher. Okay, I'm not a fan of Christopher Lee as Dracula. Okay. I'm a fan of Peter Cushing as Doctor Frankenstein. And I'm much more of a fan of the Frankenstein uh, uh, franchise of of Hammer than I am Dracula. I just I watch the original Dracula; it's so just boring to me. Like I don't get it. Okay, here's my guess. Are you ready? Yeah, let's your guess. Death Dream. Very good. I should have known. You That's it. it. Bob Clark, baby. Have Porkies. You seen it? Uh, <laughs> Porkies. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Uh, yeah. No, I have. I've never seen it. Never seen it. But I saw Bob Clark's name. I was like, he's choosing that. Yep. Good call. Yeah. Have you seen it, Alex? Do you know anything about it? Oh. Well, you will soon. All right, guys. So check out next episode where we fucking talk about Death Dream, the Bob Clark classic. So be sure to look it up, watch it, so you can roll along with us uh, with Banana Laser. So yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up, guys. Um, you know, we'll uh, be around sometime again in the future. Who knows? So until then, guys, I will say society sucks. And I'll <laughs> say pot. <laughs> you should have said mushrooms. Uh, took both the best stuff. I will say... <laughs> uh.
Banana laser wins every time. 